What's going on, everybody? It is Coach. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. And that's you. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome. Welcome back. It is Monday. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Monday, and it is Memorial Day. All right. Uh, we're remembering all of the men who served for us and protected us. We no longer have that today. Now men can't even serve and protect at all without being criticized. Anyway, shout out to you. Hey. And, and that's, that's you. you. All right. Shout out to everybody for being here. Again, this is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Chocolate skin is in here. Holiday special. Buckle up. We're going to chill. We're going to relax. We're going to settle down in here. All right. For your holiday weekend, getting your holiday memorial Monday started. So anyway. Uh, today's special, we're going to take it back to the basics. We're going to talk about marriage is boring as F. All right, shout out to marriage. All right, today for you guys that are living the hope strategy, maybe we have a lot of married men watching us right now before they do their honey-do list, before they go run errands, before they go grill. All right, you're going to have to grill uh, Franks and, and burgers for your spoiled-ass kids, your spoiled, rotten-ass kids, and your wife's going to make you go to the grocery store. She's going to drag you around over here and over there. You got to go to the family function and eat potato salad and uh, macaroni and cheese and franks and hot dogs. and <laughs> You guys got to go do all of those uh, boring things that married people do. Somebody says a lot of messages got deleted. What happened? All right, already. I'm not sure what's going on. But anyway, to let your voice be heard on here. All right, this is the way you support. There's no more Super Chat on this channel. All right, this channel is a little bit too hardcore uh, for the people involved here, for the powers that be. It's a little bit too hardcore. Uh, they may think this message, you know, I although they're telling women to be independent and have their own money over here, when I tell you to leave the free, live the free agent lifestyle, they be like... All right, they'd be like, no, 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 no. We control the narrative. That's what they say over there. They're like, we control the narrative. We tell the women to. Gotta get my bag and run. All right, you don't get to tell the men to. Gotta get my bag and run. No, they're like, no, 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 no. You guys sit here and defend us when we need you. All right, when we need you, we'll tell you when we'll need you. If I'm getting violated on the subway, then you help. But uh, in terms of keeping women in line, no, 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 no. All right. We want you to be leaders. But in terms of being leaders to uh, to to women, they'd be like, nope, mm, nope. Why don't men get up and help the women getting beat up on the subway? Well, that ain't my woman. All right. If she was my woman, she wouldn't be getting beat up on the subway. I mean, mm, but uh, if you want me to jump in and lead, I will. But I, that means I jump in and lead on you, too. All right. That means I tell you what to do. Like. I'm not just going to jump in and lead and risk getting stabbed in the spleen just for you, just so you can walk off and say, got to get my bag and run. <laughs> all right. Just so you can say, and that's you. No, 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 no. We're not sitting on the sideline waiting to come save you. All right. If you're my woman, you're not on the subway by yourself. Mm. If you're my woman and you're on a subway by yourself, you're probably not going to be my woman for long. All right, listen. I got money. No, you ain't going by yourself. All right, sit your ass at the crib. If you if you too dainty to go out there and defend yourself, you need to stay your ass at home, not be on the subway. So anyway, 
people they they want it both ways. They want us to be that sit down and shut up and not man spread. But as soon as they get violated, we got to jump the action. Dun, 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 dun. I got money anyway, man. Hey, look. So to let your voice be heard, what we do is we do uh direct cash app sponsorship so uh to let your voice be heard go to the cash app dollar sign cga live if listening by audio alone you can go dollar sign cga live and also you can go on paypal paypal.me backslash coach greg adams and it is in the description box but at some point in the show i will have time to type it in and post it uh at the top pin it at the top so you can make your contributions there and also at the end of the stream it will be a link at the top of uh pin to the top so you can make your contributions there this show is sponsored by the brothers brothers all right and so i'm the voice that you would love to say <laughs> i say the things that you would love to say but you can't say them all right this is how it works here and so i am the voice of a lot of voiceless men and uh unfortunately in our society we they they want us to save them but then they want us to shut up you know what i mean and and i can understand because there's women here that's us too well you're not saving anybody anytime soon. All right. So shut up in this is a very good. I don't even know why they want to be talking all the time. I'm like, you want to be starting something. So uh, let me do this. I'm going to do the early contributors. We're going to show you what's going on in these streets. All right. We're going to give you a wake up call because I know you guys walk around with blinders. You guys don't see what's going on. Your daughters, your nieces and all of this stuff. We're going to talk about that. Money mindset is, is this afternoon along with the evening show. So we got a lot going on. I'm going on today, man. On my, it's not an off day for me, right? It's an off day for y'all, but I'm here to edutain. All right, shout out to Paul. We're gonna call him the. We're gonna call him Paul Revere. All right, advance. Paul advance. Paul Revere. Did you? Did I hear you say you don't like women under the age of 28? Um, I said I have a preference for women under 28, and they they're gonna get my. They're gonna get 100 of my effort, right? Meaning they're gonna. Get, you know, I mean, the, the reality is women over 28 are tainted. You know, they're tainted in terms of their experience. Not only that, they're starting to get what we call over here, father time is hacking away at mother nature. Now, what tends to happen is when I get my interactions with the female species, uh, I have a steep, steep preference for 28 and under. All right. But there is also practice. You know what I mean? There's also an off day, a slow Tuesday. There's somebody that just comes down and lays down on the mat like Jeff Jarrett and let me step on them and pin them. All right. It's going to be an easy one. Sometimes the easy layup are over 28. So there are some women that are in their advanced ages that do very well in bed. But you have to understand the reason why they are well uh, versed in bed is because they've had a lot of practice. All right. So. Men typically don't prioritize women who've had a lot of practice as long-term mates. All right, but when it comes down to it, when you get over to the dark side, just to let you know, and you start dealing with uh, the junior college, you start dealing with the junior college, it's going to be hard for you to even go to practice. All right, it's going to be hard for you to go to practice. All right, you'd be like, damn, man, it's a game every day. We the main event every day. I got to practice today. All right, so that's what it is when it comes to uh, when it comes to the marketplace of pleasure. You know, the pleasure principle for coach is that 28 and younger is going to be where I'm aiming. You know what I mean? It's not going to be, I, I, you know, I, I can't, I, I absolutely deplore Tinder and Bumble dating ass people, man. I, I can't do it. Now, some of you normies can do it and go on Tinder and Bumble dates, 
I mean, it is like I rather I rather drip hot sauce as as you know, like like vas like visine in my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like my eyes are a little red. I rather drip hot sauce in my eyeballs. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I mean, young people are boring. I mean, I'm telling you, man, these people, especially women on the side. I don't know. I don't date men, but pause. I women on Bumble and Tinder are the absolute they're absolutely the most boring people in the uh in the dating marketplace. They're uh, they're the worst. They're the absolute worst. I mean, there's no, nobody worse than Bumble and Tinder women. There's nobody worse. Um, people are like, well, it's just it's just the type that you're dating. No, these people are boring NPC, um, cocktail sale riding. They're deplorable. Trash. Absolute trash. And speaking of boring, these people are going to lead you in some of these boring marriages. These are the people you're trying to get into relationships with tinder and bundle oh my god i can't think of anybody worse to actually spend time with than women that are on tinder and bumble or any one of these dating sites these people are the absolute worst they're they're the worst relationship material out there they think they're the best i'm just gonna sit here and wait for my prince charming to show up and he's gonna do this 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 and this and this and this and if you're not doing that man please man look just go ahead just get right to it. How dare you? This is the bottom of it. These are bottom feeders. Okay. Where's my bottom feeder eaters? All right. People that like shrimp and catfish and all of that. Yeah, that's you. Man, this catfish is good when you once you fry it up and put all kind of red hot sauce on it. Yeah, it's good then. Tartar sauce and whatever you want to put in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> all right. But uh, that's that's what I think about Tinder and Bubble. Absolutely the worst bottom feeders, bottom of the barrel. You're you're aiming low. <laughs> All right, shout out to you guys. But if you you know if you're one of the nasty boys and you just want to get you know get a layup, get a wide open layup, go on Tinder and Bubble for your entertainment purposes only. Do not take anything you see over there serious. They are absolutely over there. They're, they're a joke over there. Everybody, almost everybody over there is a damn walking joke. Even the attractive women. First of all, first of all, um, the attractive women, most of those are fake accounts. All right. So you guys swipe, swipe. All right. Those are fake accounts. Um, and then the attractive women that do happen to be over there, they're in relationships and they're just even looking for a Chad or they're just absolutely bored with life that they use Tinder and Bumble as entertainment. I mean, that's just entertainment and boredom they're watching netflix they're sitting on the couch feet staking like corn nuts they're just swiping i mean you see the swipe statistics i'm sorry to get off subject here but we're chilling so hey uh people who don't like long show formats show formats i can't help you man i put the timestamps in even though the timestamps are useless you have to watch the entire show this show is not a timestamp type show but i even put them in there for you and people still complain man look I got dozens and dozens of channels on this format here. I could, you could go in the edit it once. I clip them down. My homeboy, um, my homeboy Abby clips them down for you. There's a clip channel. There's an old school channel over there, dude. There's, there's. I got so many formats here. And then somebody's asked, "Well, come over here and complain about the long show format." It's a podcast, just like when you go over to Joe Rogan's channel. It's a podcast. What do you want me to do? Come. What do you want me to do, man? What do you want me to do? Feed you your cereal in the morning? Watch it to speed. Whatever you got to do, man. Stop complaining. I'm doing podcasts. I'm not doing short form format videos. 
All right. I give you all of this game. It can be condensed in 10 minutes. And then I got to tell some jokes. Jesus Christ, man. I tell you, man, some people always go, man, these shows are too long, man. Would you sit your punk ass down? I mean, come on, man. Y'all be complaining too damn much. <laughs> anyway, I, even the timestamps don't help you because there are like 50 timestamps in there. So anyway. anyway, but look, what were we talking about? <laughs> it's Memorial Day. Relax. We were talking about something. Oh, a boring-ass Tinder woman. Anyway, shout-out to uh, David McFarland in the building. Thanks for the great content, Coach. We in here. We in here. Appreciate you. Leaf is in the building. Let me give these brothers, all of these brothers, a round of applause because they are here. Um, whether they donate a large sum or a small sum, they are always here to keep the show going. I appreciate you guys. All right, 100%. Shout-out to XL Pro Services, another one. He says the free agent lifestyle is in the building. Yes, he did. The free agent lifestyle is the recipe. I'm the author of the free agent lifestyle book. All right, go get the book on Amazon or Audible, however you want to do it. Classy Beat says, happy money day. Even though some of y'all ain't working today, it's still money day. He says, and Memorial Day, coach. Appreciate you, man. We got a long-ass phone number. All right, there's a number, but you sent a very big number, Super Chat. So, I mean, or Cash App. Appreciate you, man. Who else is here? David, for the Super Chat. Thank you, David. We'll call you government name. David, appreciate you, man. Let me get a couple more in the building before we get into the show. All right. Mr. Jackson is in the building. Mr. Jackson, if you're nasty, shout out to the nasty boys. Appreciate you, Mr. K. Jackson. All right. And Jay Flo is in the building. Only when he move is not to play. Coach, gang in the building. We ganging up on you guys, man. Today, uh, married men, go ahead and watch this show. Uh, most of the stuff you're going to agree with. But if your wife, I know your wife's looking over your shoulder saying, who is that handsome, chocolatey skin, milk dud head? gray beard having and this gray beard is all lined up like he just went to the barber shop who is that handsome man talking bad about my marriage shout out to your wife right now go ahead and tell your wife to jump in the shower i'm just gonna let y'all know right now because according to my marriage my marital clock here she, the last time she took a shower was friday morning before she went to work all right she ain't been in the shower all weekend all right, so, and, and today, she still ain't been in the shower. All right, right now, she need to go scrub her damn feet. All right, feet smelling like corn nuts, stuff smelling like tuna salad. It's going to be a mess. She trying to throw it on you, too. Why don't you come in here, breath stinking? You know, right now, it's West Coast time. What is it, 845? Breath stinking? All right, fuming. She still got the same booty shorts or pajama pants from Target that she still got them on since Saturday. You know you already know. Tell her ass to jump in the shower. All right, come on, man. All right, the only reason she might jump in the shower today is if um, y'all going to a family function. <laughs> her last shower was Friday. I know how marriage works. By the way, hey, what's going on? By the way, gentlemen, get in the shower too. <laughs> All right, get in the shower too. Uh, pause. Where are we at here? Uh, guys, if you guys don't believe me, if you don't believe me, Married people do that all weekend long. Don't jump in. No shower. Nothing. And then she want to throw it on you. She want to throw that functified on you. She'd be like, so functified. She'd be like, you don't want none? <laughs> you don't want none? See, when I give you some, you don't want it. But then when I won't give you none, you want it. 
right? This she, it's a trick by her. She make it functified so that you turn it down. You be like, no, mm, no, no, no. See, see, every time I try to assert myself and try to give you some, you turn it down. Mm. You're like, damn, at least look, ma'am, when you go to work, do you throw that funky box out there? No, nah, you go out there and you put you go in the shower for your boss. You go in the shower for your coworkers. All right, but when you want to when you want to be with me, you want to throw that thing on me like that. All right, smelling like a bag of onions. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. She just said it, right? Three days. I haven't showered in three days, and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Hey, she she even knows. She even knows. She haven't showered in three days, just like I told you. Your wife right now, you know she's feeling convicted. She running in the shower like this. Oh, damn. Maybe he's right. All right, guys, this is how marriage works. And what we're going to do is we're going to burst your bubble. For the men who have been married and divorced, you guys probably going to agree with 98% of what I got to tell you today. For the men who have been never married, you might have an interesting view of marriage. You're wondering, hmm, maybe I'll get married. Maybe one day I'll settle down. You're living the hope strategy. For you lonely-ass men, all right, you lonely-ass men that can't find anything to do with your life, that you're like, oh, boy, the best thing I can do have me a wife and that's going to change everything it's going to be so happy it's going to be always and forever it's going to be always forever there's some there's some dudes here there's some content creators that make videos about marriage and all they do is use anecdotal advice well my marriage is fantastic i don't know why you can't do it all right you're like wait a minute um can you use the statistics all right there's no statistics regarding marriage don't let them scare you all right where are we at Oh, let's get in the pool. Oh, you know what? Before we start, uh, shout out to the American people, uh, the hypocrites of the world. Last week, y'all had some problems. You know, there were some violations going on. We got to say violations over here. Uh, people lost their life, unfortunately. Uh, people going crazy. I don't know what they're doing with these jumping into schools and kids. But people were highly upset with that. But the previous week, they were marching to delete kids so i don't know what in the, i'm thoroughly confused they were marching to delete their own unborn baby i was like wait a minute last two weeks ago you were marching to delete your unborn baby now you're crying over here when these babies get what is america get it together i'm tired of y'all same people screeching <laughs> like what the fuck Y'all need to get it together because y'all be hypocrites out here. Y'all be, get it consistent. Do y'all want to delete them or not? I know that's a little bit painful for you guys to figure out, but you literally were marching two weeks ago to delete babies. I don't know what. Then when you see it happen, you go crazy. I got money. (laughs) You see it happen in real time. No, we can't delete them. What's it gonna be? Is it gonna be you and me? Y'all need to get it together. It's a circus out here. By the way, not only that, what this is, is you guys are ignoring the real problems going on in America. There are a lot of people losing their livelihood. A lot of people are going homeless. A lot of people have to decide between gas, cash, and ass. Right? A lot of people have to decide between gas and groceries. All right, gases are spiking, but we're arguing over changing laws that have been laws for like forever. Man, what you guys get it together? So American people put blinders on, right? I tell you women are going to be homeless. They're going homeless. They're 
they're in these streets. You don't see it. All right. You think everything's normal. Everything's fine. We need to change these old archaic laws. But let me just give you something here. Let me show you something. Um, I follow these channels and they give me some of these uh, videos sometimes. So these guys follow around your daughters, your nieces, your cousins, and all of these girls who claim they're strong and independent. But what they're strong and independent is being able to say. And that's you. And men say. I got money. <laughs> And so uh, I, I just want to comment on something real quick, real quick, uh, somebody because somebody brought up the mental health issue. And as you guys know, I don't you know, I take mental health seriously and men and women need to get their mental health checked. Uh, but I also think that and I can believe this uh, people's physical health are absolutely abominable. OK, people are out here worried about mental health. Get your damn physical health. Mm. Oh, my God. I mean, come on, man. These people are out here. Shaped like busted Pillsbury biscuit cans, and they're wondering why their mental health is bad. I mean, <laughs> put two and two together. Not only that, you're saying that this physical health is normal, but for some reason you got mental health problems. The same people who say, I'm good physically here. This is healthy. My physical health is healthy, but my mental health is struggling. Let's, can we connect the two? Bro, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm done with America. You guys are out here trying to prove that you're okay being 150 pounds overweight, but then you're telling me you have mental health issues. <sighs> Where are we going? You're, you're obviously not okay. And it stems from your physical health, all right? Go run some laps, you know what I mean? You're going to feel good about yourself after a while. If you keep walking past that bathroom mirror and it looks all saggy and soggy, you're probably your mental health is going to be jacked up. All right. If you're sitting behind screens all day, your mental health is going to be jacked up. If you're following social media all day, your mental health is going to be jacked up. OK, so go outside, run, go play some ultimate Frisbee, go play some basketball. All right. Whatever you need to do. But people are out here. You're, we have the worst physical health in the history of humanity. And then we're out here. But it's mental health. No, it's physical health. Stop running. Stop going to the McDonald's drive through Physical health. If you come to me and you tell me you have mental health problems, but your physical health is absolutely a disaster. I'm going to say start right there. How about how about you start getting your physical health in order? Not only that. <laughs> Jesus. Look at the food you eat. Come on, man. This is too easy to solve. And I'm tired of it. You know what I'm tired of? I'm tired of the excuses. I'm absolutely tired of it. I mean, you got everybody got an excuse for everything. But, you know, this is Memorial Day, so I'm just sitting up here chilling. Everybody's got an excuse for everything. First of all, get your physical health in order. Start there. I mean, start with that. Why not start there? Nope, let's just start popping pills. Let's sit in front of a person. I need therapy. Sit up front of them for 10 hours talking. Nothing changes. Nothing changes until you change. Nothing changes until you change. Sitting around talking to somebody ain't going to help you. Now, some of you guys need some help. <laughs> somebody says, show the picture. I can't. I start. That was one of the things I had to eliminate. Keep showing that picture. I was like, maybe it's that picture. All right. So let's get in here. Uh, let's go here. I'm not a, I'm not a guy that immediately says mental health is the first. No, 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 no. Get in physical health first. Show me you can get a physical health first before you can get into some damn mental health because physical health is where it's earned. Mental health is an excuse. It's a crutch about 67, 70% of the time. All right, so anyway, 
<laughs> Shout out to your nieces and your daughters. Let's take a look at what's going on here. Hey, turn it down. What in the world is, hey, man, what is this? Look at these straggle daggles and a couple of vanilla chocolate bean uh, cans of ice cream. What are these girls doing out here? You know what they doing? They working out there. Even the look at the look at the white girl out here. Boy, she got a little bit of she got a little fries to go with that shake. Uh, so anyway, if you ever wanted to know uh, what America does is we distract ourselves with issues that don't matter or it met or it affects a small percentage of people like 18. And then there's bigger issues that affect hundreds of thousands, if not millions. What do we do? We rant, we rant and rave about the issue that affected 15, 18, 20 people. Meanwhile, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are going into financial dire straits. They're going, your daughters and nieces and, and cousins and, and, and sisters are out there selling peace leave on the street by the hundreds of thousands. And nobody's saying anything. Nobody's saying anything. You put the blinders on, you drive by in broad daylight seeing this, and you don't say nothing. You know why? Because it convicts you. You then have to say, I can't blame anyone but myself for these people being in these situations, right? But when it's something you can say, we can just change the laws, you think it could just change overnight and you start blaming other people for the, uh, for the situation, it's easy to do. Yeah, the CNN told me I need to blame these people for this 28 people in this position. But hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people are going through dire straits right now. And your daughters are out there. Trust me, I've had a couple of y'all daughters. I've had a couple of your nieces and your cousins. I've had a couple of y'all mamas all right there, and they're out there. And nobody's saying nothing. This is what tells you that people are hypocrites because you would have to blame yourself for this situation. There's nobody else to blame but yourself if your people were out here doing this. And let me just tell you something. Your people are out here doing it. I know you don't think so, but it's absolutely happening. You know someone, six degrees of separation tells me, you know somebody that's getting papped out by coach. With the vein in my head. And that's the sad truth. Six degrees of separation knows. <laughs> I'm getting your mama. I'm getting all of it. I'm out here. The panty collector. All right, anyway. The MGTOW guys are like, coach, man, I thought you weren't supposed to be. Hey, man, come on, man. It's entertainment. <laughs> it's entertainment. All right, so look, let's go through this. The purpose of marriage for the people who want to be here. The purpose of marriage. What is it going to go here with marriage? Uh, people want to say, uh, I think I'm crapping on marriage. I am the inventor of the marriage will, if you guys didn't know. Uh, the marriage will is something that I call the predictor of marriage. 100% of you guys' uh, marriages will go through this marriage will. Uh, because we're NPCs, we're knuckle draggers, we're, we have a pattern of human, human behavior that has been established over 100,000 years or better. And uh, what we're going to do is people assume their marriage is going to be different, but it's just going to follow the same will. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So people, if you're married for less than five years, you know absolutely nothing. If you haven't been past the um, connection phase, meaning you haven't gone to the investment phase, like fully a full cycle of investment stage, you know nothing. If you haven't got to the bait and switch in your marriage, you know nothing, all right? Because it's a matter of uh, when, when it comes to this. So let's put this up right here. Oh, sorry, I don't need notes on this one. The purpose of marriage. 
I actually support marriage. All right. I know people don't think so, but I actually support marriage. Now, I don't support people getting married to the people that are out here today. Okay. Because here's the deal with it. Um, when it comes to when it comes to marriage, a lot of men they need a wife. However, there's not many women who are incapable of being wives in the modern era. Okay, so there's where the problem lies. Now, there are some. With that being said, there's men that would be that uh, that having a wife could be a great benefit to them. But there's not a lot of women that are going to be proper wives to those men. So there's going to be a problem where that's where the crux of the problem is. But when it comes to marriage, there's a great purpose. If you're in, if you're a uh, religious person, uh, marriage is ordained by God. Be fruitful and multiply. You want to be married to this person in essence, in a legal way, not in a legal way, but a spiritual way. You want to be married to them. You want to have your offspring with these with this person. And these people are going to help raise the kid. And then that kid's going to be better for society. That is the entire purpose of marriage, right? Raise a family, build a legacy. You're basically going to pass on, on, on your legacy, your traditions, your mores, your morals, your finances, and everything else to your family. And you protect your family and they build up. And then in, in the greater picture or the bigger picture, your family is going to be a part of a community. So then the community then benefits from you being good parents and raising good children. And so then if the next door neighbor and the next door neighbor and the next door neighbor can be on one accord and say, this is the standard of how we're going to raise our kids in this community, then you're probably going to have what we call a stable society. However, do we have that? Right now, we have absolutely none of that. First of all, let me just start back where I finished. Community. Community is almost dead unless you're moving into some uh, vanilla, Pleasantville, uh, white suburb. All right. These people, white people tend to move all over the damn place, avoiding you damn straggle daggles. I mean, it's you people who lack community. Now, when they get into these communities, what tends to happen is they build parks, they build schools, right? They like, look, they keep people out. They get behind gates and they're like, look, we're going to go here now. All right. They chase them. They chase themselves all the way through the country, the deserts, the coast. They go around everywhere trying to keep people away from this, this progressive thinking of how we can be different as parents, meaning we shouldn't yell at our kids. Yelling's abuse. All right. So there's a culture of people who thinks yelling's abuse. I watched Dr. John Deloney have a whole video about parents that yell at their kids are abusive. And then the comment section was half agreed, half a did, half didn't. And this is the problem because you have a stable society and then these progressive people come in here and they bring their undisciplined kids, the kids that they don't discipline, the kids that they don't yell at, the kids that they're sensitive about, oh, oh Johnny's going to grow up. He's going to. And then you bring your ass to my community and you ruin it. You bring your ass to my community and you ruin it. You don't build a legacy. You come in here. You're broke. You come in here with broken families. You come in here with your kids wanting to be in these streets. In these streets, your kids come in thugging, and they ruin the neighborhood. Now I got, now I got to leave and go to another community. See, the progressive mindset messes up the stability of the traditional mindset, which is community first. All right, you're building the community so everybody's somewhat like-minded, robotic NPC, knuckle dragon, whatever it is, but you're somewhat like-minded, and you don't have this constant interference of these new people coming in. This is why they don't want to build uh, low-income housing in good neighborhoods. They're like, no, we don't want these people in. Is somehow racist 
but that's because you are allowing yourself to be low income. It has nothing to do with race, it's economics. That's why they don't want to build apartment complexes in communities. They're like, this is a good community. Why would I have an apartment complex here? That's going to bring down the value of our community and it's going to bring in broken homes, broken families, broken community, people who are not on one accord with the direction of the community. And they're going to bring their low income, struggling ass over here to act rich. Mm. All right. And then they're going to ruin it. They're going to ruin our kids. Their kids are going to ruin our kids. So forth and so on. So let's start there. When you have no community, you have no chance at marriage and no need for marriage. We don't have community. We at each other's net 24 seven. Okay. Yeah. You, you're a single mother struggling. You bring your kids in, you're at work all day and your kids thugging or your kids don't have nowhere to go after school. Your kids always need a ride home and the other family got to take your kids. You're, you're, you're lacking in your community. All right. It takes a village, right? They say it takes a village to raise uh, people, but oftentimes you're putting all the responsibility on the village to raise the people and you're not even raising your kids. So that's problem. Number one, we ain't got no community. And then if your community doesn't even reflect a type of community that is worth building upon, there's no chances that your community is burning. It's in flames. You just don't see it. You're ignoring it. All right. So with that being said, you don't have a community. There's no need for a marriage. There's no need for it. Okay. Because that was one of the purposes of marriages. Let's continue on with the other things that I've talked about. Be fruitful and multiply, which is ordained by God. If you're so-called a lukewarm Christian here. All right. If you lean on the Bible and you cherry pick, but what happens is, these people are being, they're, they're being fruitful and multiplying, but they're doing it in a broken home setting. What's the point? If 80% of the kids born in your community are born in a broken home, meaning a non-marital home, what's the point? If 18% of kids that are raised today are, I'm sorry, if only 18% of kids that are raised today have their biological mother and father, what's the point? 18% of households today our biological mother and father in a married state. All this other bullshit that you guys are trying to do uh, to patch your way through because your failures in relationship, you don't know how to make it work, so you actually uh, say things are credible. Well, co-parenting works. Mm. Co-parenting is an absolute disaster. All right, it's a disaster, but people, because you guys don't want to take the blame, you want to say it makes it work. It doesn't make it work. There's no point. It doesn't work. It doesn't make it work because you say it works. Um, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't uh, mean that it's a good idea because you want to do it and you don't, and you like discipline. Okay, yeah, break up homes and then have the kid live out of backpacks, going back and forth and fighting over custody routinely. Yeah, mm. and have the court decide every little uh, every little family matter. Yeah, that that works. Yeah, that that uh, that that's works. That's gonna be that's gonna be fruitful and multiplying and building a family. But this is what you guys do. You guys go in with the intent of being a family, you create kids and then you go along and you patch your way through um, blaming everyone else along the way for the problems in the relationship. Why get married? Why get married? But you guys try this all the time. I tell you, you human, human beings, don't impress me. What about building a legacy? <sighs> we got men taking women's last names now. What is the point? I know that wasn't ordained by God. You got Ricky Williams running around here taking this wife's Whole damn last name. I'm done. Mm. I'm going to tell you, what is the point? What is the point? But this is what progressive mindset does. It destroys. It doesn't build. It doesn't make better most of the time. It doesn't make better. It actually destroys the tradition. And if people aren't going to live within the tradition and honor it, what is the point? That is not the true purpose of marriage. You just change it because someone feels a certain way. I'm not happy.
okay? So with this, we're not raising families. We're being fruitful and multiplying. Some of you guys want to delete your kids, all right? You want to delete them before they even come out the womb. It's just a clump of cells. Delete. You delete them by the three uh, thousands per day. And you guys running around here talking about what happened? Where did all the men go? Why, why won't y'all stop deleting families? Why don't you stop? The, you know where the men went? What happened? Where did all the men go? I'll tell go? you where the men went. Planned Parenthood, and they ended up in pieces. I know that's a little sounds a little weird, but that's where a lot of good men ended up. Well, I don't want to talk about that. A lot of good men ended up being born in broken homes. What happened? Where did all the men A lot go? of men grew up and didn't have a chance because they grew up in a community that was on fire. What happened? Where did all the men go? <laughs> That's where the, all the good men went. All right. Um, but this, this state of the modern, as they say, the modern women who are incapable of being wives or just flat out unwilling to be wives, what's happening is it, it, it's hurting men the most. So men are the, on the ones on the message boards now going what's going on how come i can't find a wife and this is just ridiculous right so what is this um i'm trying to pull this thing up to share it of of what the modern wife mindset looks like these men want tradition they want to be fruitful and multiply they want their chance to build a community and um the modern wife is destroying it with her mindset let's go ahead and show you this picture right here let's show you this picture and I'm going to play a video call. What does it mean to be a man? All right. So let's show you this picture. There's a thick, uh, thicker than the snicker wife there. I don't know if this is the real woman who wrote this particular post, but she thick. Um, she's a little too thick for me, but she could be a freebie. I mean, listen, she's on the free. She's in the free category for me. All right. Uh, but here it is right here. This is the this is what happens when you go too progressive. Here it is. It says, my husband works and I, I, I am a stay-at-home mom. I don't think this is her. <laughs> I don't think this is her. She don't look like nothing like a stay-at-home mom, but maybe for your viewing pleasures, I suppose. My husband works and I'm a stay-at-home mom. He is the most unselfish person I know. I handle all the finances and he has never said or acted like it was his money. It's our money. All right, what I always tell you, what's yours is hers, and what's hers is hers. This is the mindset of modern women. This is why I say they're incapable of being the wives that you need to do what you need to do for the purpose of marriage. Uh, it says right here, anyway, he is upset with me because he found out that I had a bank account he never knew about. I've been making money online, <clears throat> TikTok or OnlyFans or uh, You've been making money online, doing what? Selling eBay? And I've been keeping it from him. He says that that's his, wait, wait. He said that his problem is not that I've been making money online, but that I keep it from him in the event of a divorce someday. So a lot of modern women say, I'm going to keep a little package over here just in case I get divorced and I can just leave, right? She can just run. Yeah, somebody says seeking. She won't seek an arrangement. So, um, but but if a man uses a prenup to protect themselves, he's scum, right? But this is the modern, this is why I say modern women are incapable of being wise because of this mindset right here. If they go into this with it, guys, it's over. It's your marriage has no chance. It says right here, uh, he said that women keeping a stash hidden 
from him in case the marriage fails is like a man keeping a side chick in case the marriage fails. And we both need to be all in or nothing. All right. This is why he's trying to use a rationalization that never works. Well, what if I went out to boys nights out and I went and piped down and grinded on women? You can do it. I wouldn't care. All right. Never do that because it's like arguing with a child. All right. You can do it. What if I had a female friend and we hung out five days a week? I wouldn't care because I trust you. The reason she's saying that is because she's in violation. She's doing what she's saying she doesn't care about. Of course, she's going to say she don't care about it because she's been caught doing it. <laughs> All right. So this is what this is what five year olds do when they argue. And then she says here, my mom raised me to have a secret stash that my husband doesn't know about. Is this wrong? Is my husband right? Right here. Again, I don't know if this is real of what she's saying, but right here is what I just said again. Most men need marriage. However, most modern women are incapable of being married. So she has no business. She has no intent of building a legacy. She has no intent of building community. She is raising her kids. They have been fruitful and multiplying, but she's destroying the marriage within that if the husband does what she's doing, she'd immediately call foul. But because she's doing it and the husband's calling her out, she wants to go to where? The court of public opinion. That matters more than her family, her husband, or anything. And of course, unfortunately, modern women are addicted to the court of public opinion. That's where it matters the most. So she goes, well, I'm not doing anything wrong, but I want to hear from my support system. I want to hear from my soul sisters, soul sisters. Tell me what I want to hear. And the progressive mindset of women are going to tell him, yeah, tell her you're doing it right. Don't worry about him. You need to protect yourself, girl, because he could go out there and replace you. He could go out there and, and trade you in for a younger model. Again, most men, most men need marriage, but most modern women are incapable of being wives. Bottom line. Let me play this video and we'll go into the support system here and read some super chats. Um, if you've been, if you've been, um, let me see here. Where is it? Where is it at? Where's she at though? I'm not going to show that woman again. Y'all want me to show her. Y'all like, where's she at? You getting your lotion out? Here it is. What is this to be a man? I know a lot of women are like, men have it easy. Men have it easy, right? You just shit shave in the bathe. You don't do nothing all day. You go to work cracking jokes and drinking beer at lunch. Y'all don't do nothing. Let's go ahead and play this video. Um, the Duke of Saia. This is the audio. The video really doesn't matter much. I think they're just showing a man at work, right? Most men that work, work some sort of blue collar job. Uh, yet they're always chasing after the white collar guy guy, right? But men that work blue collar literally be breaking their backs. Let's go ahead and uh, play this audio. What does it mean to be a man? It means that no matter what you do, it's never good enough. We're supposed to pay for dinner. We're supposed to open doors for them. We're supposed to help them carry heavy stuff. We're supposed to call them ma'am. And nowadays that's insulting. It means your mental health does not fucking matter. Male suicides make up three times the amount of female suicides. I was in the hospital for 11 days on suicide watch. They put me in counseling for maybe two months and then they just sent me on my way. And guys don't open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. You're just told to get up and walk it off. So why even bother opening up about it, right? 
It means every time you meet a woman, she automatically thinks that you could possibly be a predator and they have to carry pepper spray and tasers to defend themselves against you. No matter how good we are, a woman could easily just divorce us, take half our money and our kids. If you're unhappy in a relationship, that's your own damn problem. But if a woman's unhappy in a relationship, that's also your fucking problem. Basically, you better be able to provide or you're a loser. Okay, I mean, a couple of critical, critical points there. Uh, this guy, obviously, is going to be called bitter and hurt. This is another problem in our society when men speak about issues related to relationships. Um, and we, we're speaking from our context. Uh, we're automatically bitter and hurt. And that is a symptom of a society that doesn't care about men. Uh, this is the society that's supposed to be about mental health and 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 not not agreeing to bullying and not agreeing to um, uh, any sort of abuse. But yet when a man says, hey, I've been abused in relationships, nobody cares. They just come over here and say, you bitter and hurt, <laughs> right? And you've been hurt and who hurt you, right? That, that, that's what they say. They, they literally are proving the point that they don't care. They don't care about you. And then when you finally say, well, I don't care about y'all, then what do they do? We need to put him on a watch list. We need to put him on a watch list. He don't care about us. He doesn't come to the aid and defense of women just because, right? He's a misogynist. He hate women, right? This is what they say. You're sitting there like, bro, I can't win for losing. If I care too much, you got a secret bank account. If I care too much and let you abuse me, gaslight me, manipulate me, all right? Uh, cry foul, uh, you microaggression against me. And then when I lash out on you, you call me abusive. Um, when I when when I do these things, you run all over me like crazy. I'm a simp. When I let you do that, I'm a simp and you're out there winking at your girlfriend. <laughs> I got my man wrapped around my finger. I trained my man well. See, this is what we're doing in our country here. But again, let me just tell you, nobody cares, gentlemen. So this is why, this isn't me complaining. This is me identifying the problem. Then I tell you the solution. Man, just go live by yourself. Just go travel the world by yourself. Just go bang girls, uh, hot junior college girls all day long. Give them a bowl of jasmine rice and chicken skewers. When I give you that solution, what happens? They come over here and they nail me again. I'm sitting over here like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, What do y'all want me to do? What happens is th this point right here. Open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. Sent me on my way. And guys don't open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. You're just told to get up and walk it off. So why even bother opening up about it, right? It means every time you meet a woman, she automatically thinks that you could possibly be a predator and they have to carry pepper spray and tasers to defend themselves against you. But when you say women are apex predators, you're a misogynist. When you say women are going to divorce, grape you, the kingdom come, you're bitter, you're hurt. But so when men protect themselves, they be like, nah, but they're supposed to I'm supposed to attack them every time I see them. I'm supposed to uh, take advantage of them every time I see them. That's how they that's what they put on us. That's what they project on us. Like we're going to hurt them all the time and we, they should be scared of us. And we're you know, we're going to we're going to assault them at any point. And we're going to uh, what do you call it? When you uh, wolf whistle and cat call, you know, how women walk past you and they just avoid you. So you don't look at them and stare. But they out here with their booty out. I tell you, man. I tell you, it's crazy. No matter how good we are, a woman could easily just divorce us, take half our money and our kids. If you're unhappy in a relationship, that's your own damn problem. But if a woman's unhappy in a relationship, that's also your fucking problem. Yep. So tends to when men get in relationships and the relationship ends, you're going to get the blame. You're going to get the blame. So if she's unhappy, right? I'm not happy. It's your fault. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's your fault. 
when we're not doing what we're supposed to do. He wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. When was the last time you heard a woman live a relationship, leave a relationship and say, damn, I really messed that one up. I could have done better. I could have done better. It was my fault. We broke up never. And it was literally her fault. So this is what we do here. We identify these things to help men because nobody helps us. We do these things. We come on these boards and these platforms because we care about the men that are not cared about in society. When we get screwed over in relationships, they say, just pick another one. You pick the wrong one, pick another one. And then when I say, I'm not going to pick one, what's wrong with you? You're going to die alone. And I say, well, what am I getting out of this? What is the purpose? To be blamed for everything when it goes bad? To get, the, get my kids taken from me and moved all the way or country and never see them again? When that happens, I'm not supposed to preach to other men. Watch out. These people take your kids through the family court and they run away. Oh, you're a misogynist. This is what we deal with. So let me do this. Let me do this. Let's go to the next point. Um, but before we do that, we got to acknowledge the people who have contributed. So we're going to go over to PayPal first. Um, and then we'll go back to the Cash App. If you want to let your voice be heard, please hit me up on the PayPal or the Cash App. Uh, PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And then uh, what else? Who else? Uh, oh, Cash App, dollar sign CGA live. This is why I get up every morning and be like, I got to tell, because there's a guy that needs this information. Every now and then, there's a woman that could use this information, all right? But she's got to come from the in the right spirit. If she's coming from a progressive mindset, guys, first of all, do not marry a progressive woman. It's not worth it. <laughs> You're not worth it. You're going to lose. It's an L. All right, so, uh, so uh, who says this? Robert H., Mr. Harley, says, um, good morning, coach. Last week was uh, filled with amazing streams, including the members seeking 101. Thanks for what you do. Appreciate you for being here. Um, if you want to get the seeking arrangement streams, all right, I am the so-called expert on it. Of the, By the way, people that come over here, I know you're scared of it. You're like, that's prostitution. No, it's not. It is the most modern dating site out there. Um, if they're, they're the people that are, don't know, that's a dating site for Generation Z. And now what's going to happen is you're getting a lot of older women coming over and they're messing it up. <laughs> they're messing the whole thing up because they're using it as a dating site. And they're backdooring their way into relationships on there. Um, and first of all, they're delusional and ugly to the older women that come over there. But by the way, Gen Z uses it as a dating app. And a means to get free meals <laughs> and get pounded out to pound town by older men. So these are your future. In essence, these are your future wives. I know people don't want. See, this is another symptom of America. Ignore, ignore, ignore. 18 people got hurt over here. Oh, let's point the attention. Let's blame someone. Your daughter out here uh, getting pounded out by older men and her whole sorority house is too. Oh, I don't want to, man, I'm not going to pay attention to that. Okay. You don't have to pay attention, but that's where your, that's where your female relatives are. Your future wives are over there. <laughs> Y'all can't get, do not get mad at me. When you find out your, your damn relatives are on there getting pounded. <laughs> And you get your wife and she, look, look, I know, I know. I'm going to get everybody. And we chilling today. Check it out. This your future wife right here. Uh, where is she at? Right here. This woman right here. She been on, she been getting pounded out for 15 years by the time you married her. All right. On, in various ways, bars, nightclubs, trips abroad, uh, studying abroad, 
seeking arrangements, uh, multiple relationships, multiple relationships since she's been 15. All right, now you married her at 32. <laughs> she like, sucker, you took that deal. <laughs> she like, that's the deal of a lifetime, you dummy. <laughs> you big dummy. And then you signed your financial life away for that woman. Right, dude, that's why I tell you, the purpose of marriage is not to be marrying at an old ass age after you'd have been ran through at all. Look at this dude. Got him. Oh shit. He didn't ask for my damn whole facts. Oh my God. He didn't ask about my how many men I slept with. He's a secure man. And I got his dumb ass. All right. Got him. <laughs> what a world we live in, man. It's crazy. Shout out to who is this here? Um, we're gonna call you FK Kamejo in the building. He says boring equals safety in um certainty yeah boring equals safety and certainty exciting equals danger and uncertainty my marriage was boring but i knew my kids were safe under my roof now i lose sleep when they are not with me i'll take boring any day unfortunately we don't have much choice in the matter so i'm going to kind of touch on that just to clear up what i mean here uh because first of all i guess i can clear it up now when I went through the purposes of marriage, did you hear excitement? Did you hear that as a purpose of marriage? No. Did I hear did you hear great sex? No. So marriage is intended to be boring and stable and unexciting. However, it's not sold that way. See, the purpose of marriage, again, I went through the biblical purpose of marriages, or at least the religious context, the community context, society, etc. Um it's not sold that way. You're going to find your soulmate and you'll be forever wrapped up in our, their arms. Or you're going to get sex all the time on demand and you're going to have fun. You're going to, I'm going to get to that part here in a minute about women thinking they're fun. All right. Ladies, you are the opposite of fun. This is why you can't keep friends. Mm. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm laying down the truth. How many women you know got the same friends for like, I'm not the friends long distance. Oh, we went to school together. And they one lives in Arizona, one lives in Kansas City, and they go, can't wait to see you again. No, I'm talking about friends on a daily basis. Y'all always got a new friend, a new bestie. You know why? Nobody really likes y'all. And you guys wear out each other's welcome all the time. Because what you guys do, because you're codependent. <laughs> so I said, stop playing with me. You're codependent. So what happens is you're social creatures. You're codependent. So you need people. And then have you ever seen this? <laughs> have you ever seen this? They literally will meet a new person. That person will be someone like them. Oh, my God, you're just like me. And then what do they do? Oh, let's, let's hang out every day for the next two months. Let's try, let's wear each other's clothes. Come to my closet. You can put my clothes on. You can borrow my purse. You can do this. And then they just get, they get with each other. Blah, 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 blah. Nonstop. Nonstop. You overstay your welcome. You do too damn much. And then the first month, you didn't told your whole damn life stories, your damn secrets, where you buried the body, how many men you slept with. Now, let me tell you what happens after that. After that, Month is over. You guys wore each other the hell down. One person gets tired of the other. Damn, don't she got something else to do? Don't she got husband, a kid? Don't she got some good body to fornicate? And then guess what? After that, 
the person gets tired of them. So one gets tired of the other, and then they ready to disconnect because they didn't told eight years worth of information in one month. <laughs> eight, and then one hates the other, but they continue the relationship. And then they take all the information ready to use against their ass. And one person violates the other. Can you give me my purse back that I let you borrow? Well, bitch, you you came back. You, you think I'm going to keep it? You think I'm going to steal your purse? I'll bring it back. And then she never brings it back. They have a falling out. <laughs> and then they got other information, inside information about the other that one tells another new bestie. And then the other new bestie arrives on the scene. Then there's a party of three. Odd man out. All right. And then the one they hate, the other two people gang up on because the other two information have information on the other one. And the, the whole thing is you wear out your welcome. You guys do not like each other. And then you expect men to just like you. This is a problem in modern context of society. You can barely keep female friends that like you. How the hell do men supposed to like you? How? I'm, I'm, this is a serious question. If, it, if there's a lady in here, I'm not, and I'm not talking bad against women. I'm telling you, why, how am I supposed to like you? Why? Because you got a vagina? That's the only reason I'm supposed to put up with your shit nonstop for years and years and years. See, the reason why I can't do you like the girls is because you got inside information on you, on me. And you got me legally entangled. Why am I supposed to like you when you ain't kept one or two, more than one or two female friends your entire life that can say they honestly like you? Anyway, <laughs> I don't know. This is the question I ponder all the time. I'd be like, man, why am I supposed to like you? <laughs> you, you haven't been able to achieve it yet. By the way, hit the like button. Speaking of like, hit the like button before I have a coronary over here trying to think of this my mind's gonna explode i'm like you ain't got no damn friends how the hell am i supposed to like you i don't have a lot of friends but that's intentional you don't have a lot of friends but that's unintentional <laughs> people don't like me where are we at here parents paris i'm gonna call you paris shout out to paris that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> all right uh, anonymous says, coach, keep up the cooking. I believe he says, or keep cooking. All right. Deadly Edley. Thank you very much. That's all I'm going to say. He'd be out here with no, come on, man. Appreciate you, man. He says, uh, he's going electric gas is too high. Thank you for the, I, you got to go. You got to do more money than that, bro. I know, man. I know times are tough. All right. Harold L says, uh, off topic, the two way segment of and the not thinking with your skin, especially living in New York City, was powerful to me. I strongly advise that you clip that part for the quick hits. Dark side only. Um, wait, that's not the dark side. <laughs> By the way, that's an unpopular opinion about 2A, right? Because, man, I tell you, man. I mean, dude, it's, it's too simple to even figure out. But again, our society wants to blame uh, things. This is a male issue, mostly. It's a male issue, mostly. I, I see it as a male issue, uh, plain and simple, because most of the people who are agree it, agree with it, they either tippy-toe men or uh, women, overwhelmingly. And they don't understand. Look, I'm the look, I'm the protector. <laughs> it's the same thing. These 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 um 
these men attacked a woman on uh attacked a woman on a subway. Then they want me to jump into action, but these are also the same people that don't want me to carry no protection. <laughs> Wait. Also, I'm supposed to just jump in there with what? <laughs> like if I'm protecting you, I'm supposed to just jump in with my fist and this dude got a knife and the firearm. By the way, the bad guys, okay, the bad guys have firearms, uh, the police, security, military, but me, nothing. <laughs> Hell no, man. I'm not bringing no knife to no gunfight. I already know these people keeping theirs, so I'm keeping mine. Shout out to Just Do Swoosh. I talked to my cousin today. He said, in every interaction with XXs, they always withdraw from you in some shape or form. Shout out to him who's understanding meat. Pause. Money, energy, attention, or time. Guys, I want you to understand, you're going to pay. They're going to take a withdrawal from you, whether you like it or not. I know you guys are trying to get it for free. You're trying to always get things for free from women. It don't work like that. Just the transaction of me talking to her, more than likely, not always, is a is a situation she's taking from me. Most women don't listen to you. You're listening to her 90% of the time, even when she's asking you questions. All right, I've trained you guys too much to understand why women ask you questions. They're not asking because they're curious. They're asking to investigate. Number one, they're investigating. They're getting information that they could be later be used against you because you have no Miranda rights. The other reason why they're asking questions is to keep the conversation in the context of where she wants it to go. So say, for instance, she says, what's your favorite movie? You're having a conversation with somebody you don't know. What's your favorite movie? You think she wants to know your favorite movie. Uh-uh-uh. She wants to talk about her favorite movie. So she just led you in because she knows you're not going to filibuster. So you're going to say, oh, back to the future. And she'll say, well, why do you like that? To judge you. She want to see if you're a goofball, a corny, a nerd. Why, why do you like that? Oh, I like it, blah, blah, blah. You're going to give a little blanket statement just to get to the conversation moving so you can get her to lie on her back. So you're trying to get to the conversation. She wants to now say, oh, my God, sisterhood of traveling pants. I forever see myself. Up. And is she going to filibuster? The conversation is always about her, even when she makes it about you temporarily. But it is what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? The conversation leads to nothing. It doesn't make you a smarter person. It doesn't make you a better investor. It leads to no financial future. Um, it leads to her to be able to keep the conversation going without lying on her back. Look at the atmosphere. Oh, my God. The lighting is so fantastic here. These curtains. Jesus Christ. Let me talk to the chef. Give my compliments to the chef. Does the chef have an Instagram? you like, man, do we get to? Let's get to the house. Mm. <laughs> right? You all filibuster. Do you like dessert? I love dessert. Do you have a dessert menu? Oh, my God. You sitting there like, let me look at the dessert. Oh, my God. Do you like this? Oh, I like this with cherries on the top. You think you can bring one of those in the back? Can you take it to go? Do you have a container? Do you have extra ice? Mm. <laughs> Man, if we don't get to the crib, this is why I go straight to the junior college. That's Tinder dates to me. That's Bumble. I can't handle that. I can't handle it. 
But again, the point being made, you're always going to pay. You're going to pay with energy, money, energy, attention, or time. When was the last time? Okay, last point on this one, and I'll get to the cash apps. Gentlemen, when was the last time you left an interaction with any woman? And shout out to the women here. When was the last time you left the interaction with any woman and you felt, wow, I'm going to go run a mile. I'm going to go work out now. I mean, any interaction. Maybe only the first one when you saw her and your heart started to flutter. All right. And you were like, wow, oh my gosh, how could I get it? And then you ran. You never interacted with her. No, not that. I'm talking about any lengthy interaction, meaning over an hour that you left and you were like, I'm so energized. <laughs> I'm going to be energized. I'm ready to take on the world. <laughs> Here we go right here. There's a lot of incels in here. Oh, gosh, here we go. See, again, nobody, nobody, nobody cares about men. There's always going to be, let's trash him because he has an opinion. Yep, there, 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 there it is. I, there, these are just incels. Right? These are just incels. Nobody cares. Guys, they're, they're going to prove your point. I love it when you say this. I love it when you say this, guys. I'm an incel, but I have two kids and was married and all this stuff. Yeah, I, 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 you know, <laughs> I, I'm just asking, when was the last time you had to literally decompress after any lengthy meeting? You'd be like, <sighs> if you hit the skins, you were going to sleep. You'd be like, She talking to you. Oh, so. <laughs> I tell you, man, you don't be sitting there uh, talking. Go, let me go write a book. I once heard John Cena. This is a podcast, so chill. I once heard John Cena talk about, you know, we talked about his cohabitation agreement. Uh, with the Nikki Bella, but he he showed his work day. He was like the day in the life of John Cena. This is when he was engaged to one of the Bella twins. I can't really, I think it was Nikki. So he goes about his day. Oh, I wake up in the morning. I eat breakfast. Everything was like compartmentalized into 45 minutes. It was like 45 minutes, eat breakfast, drive to the gym, work out for 35, 45, maybe, maybe an hour, uh, you know, get ready for my match, travel, put my sneakers on, warm up, stretch, massage. Everything was like 30, 45 minutes, an hour, an hour tops for each one. Then he was like, I go home after work. And then he said from eight, from like six o'clock to damn midnight was dedicated to his girl. But there was no, we do this, we do that. It was just like, all right, get home, have dinner, time with my fiance for six Bruh, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, so she just gets the rest of the time. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? Give her ass 45 minutes. She gets two hours. Why does she get six? She get two hours. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Hey, look, look, there's a guy in here. Hey, shout out to the new people in the building. I appreciate you guys. Let me let me do something for you. I, I'm going to show you something. I'm going to show you something. 
Um, because here he likes to blame men. I mean, hold on for a second. I clicked the wrong tab. This is another symptom of our society. And I'm going to show you what he's saying right now. Again, this is him ignoring. Um, ignore, this is what people do, man. I swear to God. And I'm going to tell you what he said. He says, he just said, this is anti-social behavior. I believe it's a Nigerian brother. He has a name, Nigerian brother. Shout out to my Nigerian brothers. He says, this is anti-social behavior. Meanwhile, hold on for a second. Meanwhile, I exited the wrong damn screen here. Hold on for a second. This one. Wait, where is it? Uh, meanwhile, here it is. <laughs> this is going on on a daily basis. Nothing. Oh, it's a sister. Nothing. There's girls out here walking in the street broad daylight. Crickets. As if I did. Look, if men were out on the street holding their Johnsons, <laughs> there's your daughter. Hey, sir, your daughter's getting her cheeks clapped out right now in a dorm by an old man. And you're over here. In these streets. Oh, it, this is, must be a Nigerian sister. It's a Nigerian sister. But why you focus on ratchet women is what she has to say. Why you focus on ratchet women? You know why? Because you are out here letting the ratchet women do what they do, and you're riding the wave of their progressivism. You're saying nothing. You benefit from them being ratchet, and then you move your – see, what happens is there's, there's good women, which, by the way, if you want to meet a good woman, guys, and invent a time machine. All right, so there there ain't any, any any around because the good women are allowing the ratchet women to move the bar and they're slightly just encroaching. The ratchet women move the bar, the good women follow. The ratchet women move the bar, the good women follow. Then the ratchet women go down just a little bit, they come back and then the ratchet the good women back up. They're they're led by the ratchet woman. And then the ratchet woman makes some progress like this. Let me do this. The ratchet woman make progress and the good woman follow just enough, just enough. Your wife gets married. She has single friends. She follows her single friends just close enough. Then the ratchet women go down and they back up. Ah, nah, man, y'all playing both sides of the fence. Then you say, I'm a traditional, I'm a trad con. When the ratchet women get called out on their business. Why don't you guys, I, I, listen, why aren't the good women running around here dismantling the, the courthouse brick by brick? By the way, the most dangerous woman out here is the stay-at-home wife, not the ratchet. And I'm not focusing on ratchet women. I give, I give plenty of smoke to the stay-at-home wife because they're the most dangerous person out here. And you're hiding behind, well, it's the ratchets. The stay-at-home wife is the worst woman to divorce. A woman with a college degree is the worst person to divorce. They file divorces at 90% rate. College-educated women file nine out of 10 divorces. I'm not just giving smoke to the, uh, to the ratchets. I'm giving smoke to the trad cons, too, equally. So don't throw rocks and hide hands. Oh, I'm not doing nothing. That's the ratchets. No. We don't play that over here. We don't play that.
the ratchets are the ones giving us the early warning signs with all the tattoos and nose piercings and all that. Thank you, ratchets. We can see you in all the red flags. All right. So thank you. We can see it before we see it. The trad cons are the ones they were out here ratcheting. Then they converted. And now they're a good woman. I'm a good woman. I'm 32 years old and no man has figured out how good I am. Mm. Wrong. Wrong. That's not. No, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> this is one of these shows today. The good women are the ones divorced two times and they're still a good woman in their mind. No, you can't be divorced once and twice and single mothered or broken home or co-parent and then come out here and put on a cape. You got to be 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, and then married. That's how it works. Good woman and then stay married. Then I say you're a good woman. Yes. Mm. <laughs> yeah. What were these good women doing between the ages of 18 and 28? I want to know. I want to know, I want to know what turns you on. I want to know. What were you doing? You were this woman right here. All right, this one, where's where she at? Uh, Let's see where I found her. Here, this is what she was doing, 18 to 28. I'm almost 26 years old, and I live alone, have no friends, never been to a party, cheated on in every serious relationship I've ever been in. Life is just really lonely. Just another holiday. I'm by myself. I'm just so good. I just keep getting the wrong guy and they keep getting ran through. I'm 26. I need to figure this out. She got six more years to go. She's still going to be blaming dudes. <laughs> She'd have been clap, 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 clap. And then I've never been in a serious relationship. Oh, that's a red flag. <laughs> but see we, uh, yeah he says uh new jersey female says coach calling out the spectrum see that person that's saying that um the the person that's saying the person that's saying that i'm calling out the ratchets no dude ratchets be on the spectrum they were good they started off good then they went bad then they went all the way bad now they repackaging themselves as good women somebody says i love this person thanks for being here you about to get blocked though she says, I barely care about myself. Um, interesting. Interesting. Uh, this is a guy that doesn't care about himself. Take a look. That guy right there, he hates himself. <laughs> <laughs> I got money. That's a guy that hates himself right there. He ain't enjoying no life. He ain't happy. Yeah. This guy right there, he hurt. He bitter. He hates life. What's wrong with that guy? That guy ain't got nothing going for him. He just sitting in the he just sitting in the room right there with candles turning the light on and off like this. <laughs> that dude hates himself, Red. <laughs> Hold on, this is the guy that hates himself right here.
Oh man, he ain't enjoying no life. <laughs> he hates himself. He ain't do nothing. He don't even go outside. He an incel. <laughs> man, I'm enjoying life. You know why? I have the secret. I have the cheat code. But I literally trying to tell you guys, you guys are going into straight up boring, boring life. You're choosing boringness. <laughs> anyway. Oh, you got her out of there? Oh, man, boy, she was hurting. Anyway, I, I got to see what's going on. Shout out to a couple. Of, let me do a couple of uh, cash apps here. Then we're going to get into this point. What's the point next? The next point is going to be the unrealistic expectations of marriage that many of you guys fall into, right? And this is what why you get hurt. Shout out to Stop Bring Government Name. <laughs> All right, shout out to you. All right. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the government names out here. Appreciate you. Uh, speaking of, it's a uh, peace leave in the building. He says or she storming, stormy, sending blessings from the United Kingdom. Appreciate you out there. I hope you guys are having a good night out there in the United Kingdom. Uh, we're gonna call you apocalyptic. He says. Uh, he says hit me with the buzzer and the price is wrong. Oh man. By the way, any married women want to talk to me? I I don't want to hear about good single women. All right, I hear about you all the time on Tinder, living your best life. I, look, any married women in here? I want married women only to talk to me. All right. Single women that you guys have no indication. You can't, there's no way you can support marriage. It's all an ideal for you. Shout out to Todd Cummings. Pause for the collection plate. Uh, you, my YouTube name is Boss at Home. I appreciate you. Boss at Home is in the building. All right. Chief Drum Hack says, Coach is going in dry. Pause. All right. This is not, this is not as easy as it looks. All right. This is a very hard thing to do uh, because people assume, because they didn't hear the beginning of the stream, people assume that I'm against marriage. Again, I opened up the stream saying I support marriage. Just so you guys know, I've been married. I support marriage for the ideas of having a stable society. I went through it already. But you guys come late. You're Johnny come lately. And then you came in to the point that you want to hear and defend against. I already said I supported marriage. Especially for kids. Did you guys hear that part? If you didn't hear that part, go back to the beginning of the stream. I said when rape, I don't even want to repeat it. But it's at the beginning. I said I support marriage. But here you guys go. I told you why I don't support it. In modern times. What did I say? This is what I specifically said. And I'll say it again. A lot of men need a wife. However, most modern women are incapable of being wise. That's why marriage doesn't work. <laughs> it's simple. You guys are just trying to throw marriage blanket as if it's the end all be all and you're incapable of being so. And I gave you a classic example of a married woman. Oh, I got a secret bank account. What's the problem? This is a progressive mindset that destroys communities. It destroys society. It destroys marriage. You guys can have at it, though. Shout out to John O. Says, Peace, Quiet, and Freedom and the Junior College. Free agent for life. I love the Junior College. Appreciate you. Uh, we'll send questions in chat as soon as, as, as you read. All right, so go ahead and do it right now. All right. Jabari says, we need marriage. He says, I thought we do women a favor. I thought we do women a favor. Well, the reason why we need marriage, again, is for offspring, be fruitful and multiply. In the context of raising families, that is needed. You need two people to tango. 
Although in our society, um, it no longer takes two to tango. This the woman could delete your kid by her own free will. Although you both made the damn kid together, this is a symptom of our society of a of the destruction of our society. This is a single mindset because in, in marriage, even in the Bible, it says you become one in the flesh. I want you guys to hear me. Don't just hear what you want to hear. In marriage, in the Bible, it says you become, and then probably another religion, you become one in the flesh. However, in our modern society of people who are incapable of being wise, they become, they're still independent. They have their own bank accounts. They got their own jobs. They got their own master. They got their own car. They got their own degree. They got, they, they can delete your baby. They can divorce you. They divorce you at 80, 90% rate. They're, they're by themselves mentality wise. They're never one in the flesh with you. And this is most people today. Most people. They got that fool Ricky Williams changed his name to his wife name. They are not one in the flesh with you. Where do you guys misunderstand what I'm talking about? Well, the Bible is old days. See, that's a person you don't need to marry. Why would you get married if it's not under the, under the Lord, under the most high, under God? Why would you get married? You got married in a, in a synagogue of Satan. That's where you got married in. <laughs> All right, that's where you got married in. If it ain't under your God, it ain't under the flag of spirituality and community, it, you got married in the synagogue of Satan. That's where you got married in. You got married under the government, and therefore the government will destroy you as a result. I don't know what to tell you. Keep marrying these progressive people. They're out for destruction. They're owned by the government. They're lemmings of the government. They literally probably have a government job. <laughs> They're going to be mad at me, bro. I, I don't know what to tell you. If you're not getting married to somebody highly spiritual, following whoever you follow, Allah, Most High, forget it. Absolutely forget it. And even when you do that, if they're cherry pickers of your spirituality, forget it. I gave it to you. I gave it to you raw. I supported it. And I tell you where you guys are messing up. Let's do this. Uh, unrealistic expectations of marriage. Unrealistic expectations of marriage. First of all, your utility, your resource. And you're going to be treated as such. Although, that was what it was from the beginning, but there was something you were getting back. When men ask, what do you bring to the table? What men are asking is, what do I get back in exchange for what? Being your provider, somewhat a prov provider, right? Being the one that's always going to protect, although there's going to be some women that say, I'll provide and protect for myself. That's a trap because at some point, she's going to meet one of the 80% of men that can provide and protect better than her or that can beat her up, right? So 80, 90% of men could just, wipe the table with every woman. I mean, even the weakest of the weaklings can hang in there with even the biggest of the big women, right? That's all it's going to take is one hit to the glass jaw. And it's a, it's a, it's, it's a wrap, but in their mind, they're superwoman, right? So there I'll protect and provide by myself. That's a lie. <laughs> Cause as soon as you don't do it, they're going to say, where were you at? Why didn't the men do anything? This woman's getting attacked. I'm like, well, shit, she's superwoman for all I know. I'm waiting for her to do a karate kick like I see on the damn movies. 
I'm waiting for her to rise up like this with one knee up and then just karate kick everybody. That's all the attackers. I'm scared of her. How about that? What if I what if I jump in and defend her and she hit me with the perfect place? What am I supposed to do? Mm. <laughs> all right. I'm waiting for her to look like shit. I'm waiting for her to damn be Becky Lynch out here. Sasha Banks. I've been watching her on the main event. Y'all can't do what Sasha Banks doing. All right. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Where's Bianca Belair? I'm watching this. These women could be the main event. Okay. Be the main event. Oh, you need help now. Well, shit, not me. You took away my firearm. <laughs> it's what we got to do, guys. There's not, it's, it's black or white when it comes to me. I don't live in gray areas where sometimes I help you. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I open the door. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes I pay for dinner. Sometimes I don't. Nah, I'm not trying to figure out when and where. I'm going to say I always or never. I always or never. That's what I do. <laughs> All right, but y'all can live in the gray area and get manipulated because that's where the manipulation happens in the gray areas. When they get you to the point where you got to think, oh, damn, that's where they got you. I just make my decision and keep on walking, keep on walking. I ain't talking to you. When you say WNBA players, out your mouth, WNBA players deserve equal play as the NBA, I'll go on the black and white side and say never. I'm not going to play this gray area where there's sometimes that, no. That's absolutely not. Okay, if you're going to play that game, I ain't never coming to the rescue of any woman. <laughs> Since they get an equal play, to get to miss layups. If we're going to do that, if the soccer team's going to run out there and play in front of 50 fans and get equal pay with nobody watching on TV, well then, well then, guess what? <laughs> I'm on the side of never. I'm never going to protect anybody. We're equal. What do you want from me, people? You want to play your little game and then have me over here sometime and then have me over here. And then have me over here sometime. And what about this? And th But in this situation, no, nah, man, what is it going to be? You're going to be equal? Well, then protect your damn self. Don't run back to traditionalism when it suits you and you get beat the hell up. And I'm waiting for you to pull a damn kill bill. I'm ready for you to pull your sword out the back like He-Man and She-Ra. By the power of grace, go, oh, you ain't, gonna, you ain't got no sword? Oh, well. <laughs> all right shit because i ain't helping no dude if a dude getting jacked up on my subway i'm gonna do the same thing pull out your sword oh you ain't got one well that's you shit out of luck <laughs> so if i ain't helping dudes i ain't helping women unless it's my daughter don't what if it's your daughter unless it's my daughter wife wife gets that privilege but she better be doing something back I better be getting something back when I get home. Don't start nagging me when I get home after I save you, Shira. Point being made is this. There's a lot of unrealistic expectations of marriage. Let's go through them. First of all, let's look at some of these charts and datas and all of this stuff. First of all, most married men, they will say, live longer than single men. Okay. Here it is right here. I came with charts. Most married men, married men in mortality. It says a major survey of 127,000 American adults 
found that merriment, that's a small set. <laughs> that survey, sheesh. Like what constitute that as a survey? 127,000. There's literally 300 million. I swear to God. Americans, y'all got to be crazy. Americans, average, he says, Ameri he says, American adults found that married men are healthier than men who were never married and whose marriages ended in divorce or have been widowed. Men who have marital partners also live longer than men without spouses. I'm going to stop right there. I I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop at this sentence right here in review. Men who have marital partners also live longer than men without spouses. Let's stop right there. First of all, I've actually talked about this, and I said, look, a lot of people live to age uh, 82, but they dead at 30. Okay, They have no other life plan. <laughs> they have nowhere to go. They're stuck in Tupelo, Mississippi. They live to 82, but they've been dead for 50 years. All right, They did nothing. So longevity means nothing. Like he lived with he lived with cancer for an extra ten years, but he did. Uh, people will say that when I say college educated women file for divorces nine out of ten times, some dumbass will say, "Well, they stay married longer." That that's your that's your reply back. They stay married longer. They still divorced. <laughs> they still ended up failing. What are you talking about? Like, well, they lasted longer. Okay, they lasted longer in misery. You live longer. Look, just because you live longer doesn't mean that you live better. See, just because your marriage lasted longer doesn't mean it lasted because it was better. It probably lasted because the person who had their degree was just keeping on until all the bills were paid. Right? There was a good landing spot. Longer doesn't mean better. It doesn't. So when you say married men live longer than single men or never married, first of all, they probably lived a longer, boring life. That's just without question. Married people are boring. That's just the nature of the structure of the relationship. There's no exciting marriages. Don't let nobody fool you. All right. They're going to say, well, if it gets a little dull, you can reignite the spark. Well, where did that phrase come from? Reignite the spark. It came from the fact that y'all both drier than the Sahara Desert. All right. It's boring. You got boring and you got comfortable with each other. 365 days a year. All right, you're going to get boring. People then say you can have an open marriage and exciting. And most of the excitement centers around you making her happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> When's the last time she busted in and said, here, here's the little junior college girl. Let's throw her in the bed and have some fun tonight. That would be exciting. For me. But then when I say that, oh, that's not what it is. Okay, that's the excitement I want. Bring another girl home. And then pay her and send her back to where she is. Send her back to her dorm. That would be exciting to me. But no, I can't have that. So now I got to do things for you. Let's do something exciting. Let's go to Cabo San Lucas and and and, and travel and go, go there, get an airline ticket and a passport. And then I got to be with you at the airport all time and carrying your eight bags of luggage, getting in the taxi, renting a car, expenses going through the roof, staying at a five-star hotel. Five -star hotel putting rose petals along. She taking pictures. She's shopping for knickknacks and dilly-dallying around town. I got to go. Hey, let's go jet skiing. Let's go ride ATVs. I don't want to do that. What do you want to do? I want to sit by the pool and read a book. 
I'm going to go into the tourista town and go spin and buy knickknacks that I'm going to just put in a box somewhere. <laughs> then she like, when I get the Cabo Sam Lucas, I'm going to give you some peace leave. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to put it on you. I've been putting it on you like I've been wanting to put it on you. You ain't had nothing yet. Wait till we get the Cabo. Wait till we get the Cabo. All right. I'm going to put that stank on you. Like I ain't never put that stank. You're going to be, ooh, just wait. You've been married to her for 12 years. How much better is it going to get when you get to Cabo? She's going to give you the same piece that she done gave you lying there like a Carl's Jr. star, all right, that she gave you in Columbus, Ohio. When you left Columbus, Ohio, your ass going to get the same piece you was going to get there. It ain't going to get that much better. Then she's going to get a couple of drinks. She's going to be nodding out. <laughs> Belly jiggling while she's snoring. <laughs> Like, baby, hey, you trying to wake her up? Remember what you said? Oh, baby, can we do it tomorrow? Tomorrow, I'm going to put it on you. I'm going to put it on you. We're going to have the whole damn thing open. We're going to have the whole thing. We're going to be letting it up tomorrow. I'm going to put it on you. But tonight, we got to go down to the Teresa town. We got to go hag We got to go haggle with the uh, people selling us little, uh, <laughs> I can't even think of it, <laughs> little sombreros. I want five sombreros for 50 cents. Haggling with the poor person there. They like, man, come on, man. We know you got money. You're going to get massages at the spa. You getting five-star restaurant. You're getting the treatment. And you done nodded off. Oh, I'm a little full tonight, but I'm going to put that Columbus on you. I'm going to put that Columbus, Ohio. Huh? We going to get it. Day three, you still ain't touched nothing yet. Mm. <laughs> magnet, refrigerator magnets and shot glasses and maracas and all kind of stuff you don't need oh the kids gonna enjoy these maracas you walking around sweating from from booth to booth damn can we go back to the hotel <laughs> did you get there she'd be like oh i'm a little fool just get it in real quick just get it in put it in right there do what you want you roar roar damn that's the same thing i got in columbus and guess who paying for everything him you paying for all of this. Don't these look great? Look at these maracas. Aren't these cute? She get up to the damn register. Yeah, haggle them down. Haggle them down. $2 for these maracas. You don't need these. You don't need no pesos. $2. Honey, get your wallet out. She just staying there quiet, holding her purse. Aren't you going to pay for that? <laughs> You're like, what the hell's going on? $5,000 to get two pieces of piece leave. And you had to hang with her the whole time. You had to hang with her. There wasn't a time where you were like, Lamb, let me just go down. Let me go down to Cabo Wobble and go see me some uh, some junior college girls shaking their tail feather out on spring break. You want to go down there and be like, wet t-shirt contest, amateur style. You're like, yeah, oh my God. She come in. What, what you doing watching these young girls? <laughs> You like young girls, shame on you. How dare you like her? That's a kid. That's a baby. They always a baby. Full 22-year-old grown-ass woman. Look at you looking at them young girls. That girl's a baby. That's somebody's daughter. Everybody's somebody's daughter. And that ain't no baby. I got money. <laughs> That's a woman. You'd be like, hey, you got some. Give me your number. Send me some feet pictures. Send me some feet pictures. You try to get feet pictures? <laughs> Anyway, we having fun here.
that girl's a child. That's somebody's child. She barely out the womb. Look at her. I'm like, that girl, 24 years old. She got plenty to give. She got plenty to give. That ain't no baby. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? We're having fun. Oh, the unrealistic expectations of marriage. Oh, so what happens is this. Most men are ill-prepared for marriage. Uh, you haven't been prepared for anything. All right. You don't realize that we progressed or we regressed as a society, but you're still coming in traditional, right? Traditional mindset. And um, you're allowing a lot of progressive stuff to go along. Like they've pushed the marital age from average age from 22 all the way to 32. All right. In the time where you want traditionalism. So now you've had to wait and let her live her best life. And then all of a sudden she says, what happened? Where did all the And then she go? repackages herself and then you marry her. All right. You don't get the best out of her anymore. All right. There was a song by, uh, I can't remember the song where uh, it's called 23. And the song is about, it's a new country song. And he was like, yeah, you can get married later in your life, but you'll never be 23 like you were with me. Meaning I got you at your best years. All right. But they're not giving you their best. Unfortunately, they're giving you something else and you're settling for it. And then you're trying to put traditional mindset into a very progressive person. Progressivism and marriage just doesn't work. They, they have no business getting married. All right. What you're doing is you're playing house. Remember, as a kid, you played house. And what you did was you mimicked either what you saw on TV, movies, or in your house, which most people don't didn't grow up in anywhere near a marriage. Okay. Most people statistically have not. If you're a millennial Gen Z, you have not. You've grown up with probably turmoil and divorce. If that, if not that, single motherism. So you've never seen it, but you would play house and you would get together and you would do the traditional thing. The, the woman will say, I'm going to take care of this baby and wash dishes, right? And then you're like, I'm going to come home with, from work. You did the whole thing, right? You played house. What married people do is they play house. But it's a full-time, 24-7, 365 date episode of playing house. All right. Now, here's what happens. There's been a couple of TV shows and movies that people use to try to use as um, as proof of how a marriage can work. So typically, this is a symptom of the black community. They have very few marriages. They're the least married. The women in that community, unfortunately, are the least married and most divorced. So they're and they're the most. They have the highest single mother rate. So they have no business counseling anybody on marriage. And typically, the women are going to be very progressive. So they're going to be like super duper progressive, super duper much in the leadership mode or the mammy mode, uh, less marriage, most divorce, most single mother rate. And they got the most to say how a marriage works or a relationship. And they ain't made it, ever even made a relationship with the biological parent work. How in the hell do they advise? But what they do is they say, well, waiting to excel and brothers and the wood and all of these goofy Tyler Perry movies. And they say, well, this is how a marriage can work. And it's a movie. Has no realism at all. I mean, it's literally a script. And then they will say they will put themselves in a the position of a movie character. I represent this movie character in this movie, Soul Food. And you're going, you have no business even, even using that as a as a as context of how to have how to make a positive marriage. But what these people are doing is playing house. And so if you do get married by by this time, you have the guy who has the um they have the fake smile. Oh, I'm so, so much happy in my marriage. Then eight years later, he getting destroyed in divorce court. Destroyed. He getting picked apart. Carcass picked apart by vultures. 
He go back to the synagogue of Satan, and then he literally get torn, torn to pieces. Right? And then he's supposed to have, he's supposed to be happy at one point. Statistically, he became a statistic. His own family hasn't had successful marriages, but he thought it could work. And he thought it could work in a traditional mindset, or he settled for progressivism like Ricky Williams. Oh, I'm going to make this marriage work by, by because she feels bad about how famous I am. I'm going to change my lane, name to ha- her last name. That's going to destroy him. But he doesn't know. And so you play house and you find out the one thing that you did never wanted to find out as a man. Ladies, you can't speak on this. So sit down for a second. I'm talking to the men. What you're going to find out in your marriage, not only is it boring, not only are you playing house, is that you will be alone more than you think. Not only will you be alone, you will feel alone. Because you're playing house, you can really never, ever get to the point where you can say, this is what I want in my marriage. Everything you're going to want as a man, you're going to have to repress. Because you are the provider, which is, this was normal, but there was a way to actually get the other things that you wanted. But every little sense that you 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 want as a as a natural born biological male you're going to have to repress it you're going to have to put it on the back burner anything that you enjoy you're going to have to put to the side because there's judgment there's probably not a good economic condition where you can get the things that you want like you want a boat you ain't never get no boat right you got kids to raise and you're like hey this is my chance to do something that I want to do well then if you get the boat she's like I want to go out on the lake she wants to go there, and then it's going to therefore ruin what you wanted. That was your time to get away and be alone in a good, healthy way. But no, now she wants to be there. Sometimes she'll even say how how much how good she is, how entertaining she is, how fun she is. I'm fun. I'm entertaining. I'm good. I'm I'm good to be around. These are all lies. But even if it was true, you don't need to be around her that much, right? But what's going to happen is. You're going to feel alone because you're going to give up the things that you really enjoy for a life that she's dictating. For a situation, a life that she's dictating because you're playing house. There was a point when you played house as a kid and the wife started telling the husband what to do. Do this, do that. Take the trash out. Take the, And then you, man, that's normal. But when it was time for you to do something, you like that. Nah, and you're going to feel alone. You're like, damn. And there's a pressure to keep this going. You got to keep this act going. Why is there a pressure to keep this going? The pressure is, and it comes from, you don't want to get divorced great to kingdom come. That's where the pressure comes from. Because you got to keep this up. You know, just like that clip that I showed you, if this fails, you're going to get all the blame. If this fails, you're going to be blamed all the way, 100%. You're going to take that L, and you don't want to lose everything that you have. So you're going to keep this going while you're young, virile, while you can impregnate, and you can populate the entire planet Earth, you and eight of your homeboys, you're going to take the L. You're going to put this all on the back burner for your family and kids, and you're going to keep this going. And then if you want to enjoy something, like you say, hey, ma'am, this marriage is about me having sex with you. 
Some people will say marriage is not about sex. And I'm going to say, damn, well, what is the point? The point is just to have kids. I mean, that that is not always the point. The woman and him are one in the flesh. They have a they have a sexual commitment of exclusivity that he has sponsored. And then now they take that off the table. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing? No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I don't want to cuddle. I won't go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. Are you pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Now, guys, don't get it twisted. I paint a very hardcore picture of this, and I have to do it to slap you and wake you up. Not all marriages are like that. However, there are a lot of sexless marriages. There are a lot of, there are a lot of women stepping out on their husbands. I mean, it's very high percentages. Not only that, a lot of people who are normies, who are playing house, they laugh at stuff like this. That is so me. That's me in my marriage. That's me with my husband. And he gets so frustrated. But this is a manipulation that our society has accepted for married men. Remember, I say you have to repress your desires. Everything that you want, you can't just come out and say, no, nah, man, you better give me that marital peace, leave that marital missionary. Now it's toxic to be able to do that, even in your own marriage. This, Jada Pinkett's mother came out. My husband stole the peace leave from me and she was married to the guy. I never even wanted to do it. I didn't want to do it. I had a headache. See, they think they can do that. And you make this. This is all they have to do. <laughs> Literally all you have to do. And no, but they're in the comment sections of videos like this. Oh, my God, that's me. That's so me. I don't feel like doing it with my husband. And I turn them down all week long. I make every excuse in the book to turn it down. And they find no problem in this. This is the progressive mindset. All right. This is what people right here. Uh, look at this video. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. I mean, even this woman acknowledges. <laughs> my man, what I didn't tell you, my man could be out here at, she says, he could be out here at the junior college messing with sub 28-year-old women. And this idiot has put me in this house, gave me all, sec all the security. I blew up like the Goodyear blimp. We put my daughter through school. My daughter can't even look at the, his, her own father with a level of respect because this fool playing the ring game, and she like, leave him alone. Let him keep doing this bad deal because I'm winning. And they're mocking him. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? That he made, which is okay with me, because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Leave him alone.
leave it, leave them alone. Remember, I told you, you'll never be more alone than in a marriage. Many men can admit to that. Your ass gonna be alone playing the ring game, losing credibility with your own daughter who getting clapped out on seeking. So this is the unrealistic expectations. Guys can't go up right now and speak their piece. All right. Um, I have a couple other points. You're always wrong. You're going to be taking the blame. So you have to walk around on eggshells. Uh, many times marry people, which is probably what you want to do. Again, if I'm supporting marriage in the traditional mindset, I would agree with this. Unfortunately, it, it doesn't work in your favor. Other married people, uh, married people tend to hang out with married people. If you're married and hanging out with single people, you're in violation, male or female, right? You're, you're going to ruin your marriage. The single people are going to ruin your marriage. I advise you, I don't even let married people hang out with me, all right? It's married men or women. I'm like, don't come around me. I'm on the dark side, all right? I'll drag your ass down in this dark ass hole. And if you're a married woman, no, <laughs> I don't screw married women, by the way. I have, I have standards. I have, I have, uh, I have rules, but married people that hang out with other married people oftentimes mislead each other and they let each other play house. Right. And so you, you'll have that glare. You'll have that glare like this. You ever be around married dudes? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, good to see you, Bob. Bob, how's it going? It's going well. Hey, Bob blink, man. You need some help. Everything's fantastic. He's an NPC. <laughs> I don't know where I'll park my car sometimes when I come out of the ball. I don't know any directions. You know, every little myth or every little thing. Oh, I had to pull over to the side of the road and ask for directions. And my wife had a map, you know. Mm. Oh, Android ass. Yes, dear. All oh, the weekends coming up Memorial Day weekend. I'll be barbecuing Frank's and I'll be. um. <laughs> I'll be doing my honeydew list. What are you doing this weekend, Bob? Cleaning out the garage? You know, my wife. <laughs> yes, dear. You know, that's how you get through a successful marriage. Yes, dear. <laughs> he can't even glitch. He like, hey, Bob, you okay, bro? Oh, everything's fine and fantastic. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you asked. My kid has a soccer game this weekend. <laughs> They played this team. They were very good. And we almost beat them. It came down to the wire. And my kid got the lucky save. Oh, my gosh. It was fantastic. I was having so much fun in 98-degree weather sweating. I pulled out my little tent and my two folding chairs. I brought the snacks. My wife diced up all the snacks. You're like, Bob, you okay, bro? <laughs> you know, if I didn't do it, I'll be, I'll be in the doghouse, you know? <laughs> <laughs> wow, what doghouse? You pay for the whole mortgage. Why are you going to be in the corner with the dog? You know, happy wife, happy life. You know, as they say, have you ever have you ever tried a cheddar bacon barbecue burger? Oh, they were fantastic. You go and you put them on the grill. And I can't grill at certain times of the day because the smoke, uh, it, it hurts my wife's allergies. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, shit. You go see Bob at his house and his wife nagging him and he, he waits for her to leave and close the door. She gone. What are you going to do over here? You know, you know, you got to have him if you can't. It, it, what did they say with the with the women? Uh, can't live with him, can't live without him. You know, <laughs> happy wife, happy life. <laughs> you know how it go. 
And I'm just looking at his ass like, no, I don't know how that goes. This is your freaking house, right? Yeah, it is. It's my house. This is my kingdom. Bob, what? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Honey, yeah. He's scared of her. He's scared. Dude, I knew a married couple that literally the wife couldn't cook meat. She wasn't a vegan, though. <laughs> she wasn't a vegan. I used to see all some crazy shit. So um, I went over to his house to train him. So the wife would cook all the veggies and the rice and the pasta, whatever that is. But she couldn't touch meat because she thought it was disgusting. So he would have to, in the middle of the workout, go make the meat and the chicken. Man, I'm like, bro, I would be... Kick this girl to the curb, man. Get man, turn her ass in. But here's the thing: uh, men get used to asking permission from their uh wife as if she's the mother. And eventually marriages turn into the wife being the mother of the husband. I have three children, but I really have four because I have to clean up after him. I have to do this. these are the things that we say about husbands, and you want husbands to run and get married. Uh, he acts like my fourth child. Uh, honey, can you think um you you think maybe if uh you, you think I can go to the uh I just want to go check out motorcycles. Motorcycles? Are you crazy? We got three kids to feed. You ain't never getting no motorcycle. <laughs> uh you think uh, uh you think I can run to the liquor store? I'm gonna go to the store and get some candy. Candy? You don't need no damn candy. Look how fat you are. <laughs> you like fat. Look how fat you are. How dare you? Oh, my God. I know you just didn't tell me I was fat. Sometimes. <laughs> am I lying so far? Sometimes you guys move from your mama's house at 28 and get married only to have another mother. You know. And when you hang out with married people, what happens is you have to have, you can't talk outside the lines. There's lines, there's clear lines that you can, stuff you can talk about, stuff you can't. The junior college girl coming home uh, from college and she jumping around on a trampoline outside in her sports bra. Y'all outside having barbecue Franks on Memorial Day. The girl just coming out, you know, she got her sorority sisters. They all, they all uh, having a pillow fight on a trampoline. You like, Wait, you like this? <laughs> you sit there like, oh my Lord, Jesus. Woo. You can't say nothing like that, bro. They like, man, what you looking at that girl for? Oh, whose daughter is that? <laughs> you burning the hot dogs in the back. You like, Lord have mercy. You like, I, I think I gotta go. Let me go cook the hot dogs in the back. You watching them jump on the trap. <laughs> You, then you turn to your married friend. Damn, Sean, you see them, Sean? Oh, my Lord, I would have a field day, boy. I used to clap them out. Uh, they'd be looking at you like this. What do you mean? Hey, Greg, what do you mean look at those girls? You cannot find pleasure in those type of girls, can you? Meanwhile, they got Prawn Hub. They got OnlyFans subscriptions. You know they got OnlyFans. Because their wives around, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> you can't say anything foul. No, nothing out of bounds. You can be like, bro, I will violate them girls, all six of them, same time. Huh? <laughs> you constantly getting censored. You getting censored, everyone. We can't bring him around. He's a bad seed. Oh, by the way, let me give you this bit of advice, and I got to go to the people here. Look. Never trust 
a married man. Never trust a married man with information. Married men, listen, this is a bit of advice. Married men will throw your ass under the bus because they're simps. So whatever you do or say around a married man, you know what he's going to do. He's going to run right over there and tell his wife tonight during pillow talk while he's trying to get some marital missionary. And then what she's going to do is run around. His wife is going to tell your wife. You know, he's always constantly talking about younger girls at the junior college. You know, maybe he's a pedophile. Maybe he's a, and I'm like, dude, I was talking about a 26-year-old woman, a 24-year-old woman. Mm, that's suspect. You might be a what? A, you might be a predator. Those girls are children. <laughs> you like what? You need to get him into therapy, and you need to get him. He might be abusive. You need to protect him from your kids. He need to be not around the school bus. You like what the fuck? <laughs> the girl was twenty two. He likes fourteen year old girls. What? <laughs> where, where did you get that from? Well, she looks like one. These are all children. They are literally will do. So what I'm telling you is, and he likes girls that like the pill fight, you might want to check his computer. See, what you're doing is this. <laughs> um, Never tell, a, mar a married men are the least trustworthy men in the world. Hold on, let me give you. Married men are the least trustworthy men on the planet. Because they work for the ops and they do not want to destroy their marriage for your dumb ass. Because at any point, if they can get some leverage and get some peace lead points, because you know, oh, I got some points in my marriage. I brought home flowers. I got some points. Them points expire at midnight. You better use them points now or they're gone. These ain't coins you collect on Mario Brothers, sir. Them points gone as soon as you hear this music. So do not think you getting points by ratting out your friends, but married men do because they don't want to destroy their marriage. They don't want, they want any way they can to look like they are a good man in their marriage. So they're going to destroy you before they destroy themselves. Married men are super duper. They're, they're, they're the ops. They're CIA. They're agents. They're agents of their wives. <laughs> yeah. Sell out. <laughs> if, if you do something and the married man came along with you, you for sure know your wife going to know about it. <laughs> your wife gonna know about it because he gonna throw your ass smooth under the bus. Now I'll say this before I go uh go to the cash apps. I know I promised that before. Whatever your wife tells you about her married friends, this is information. Whatever your wife tells you about her married female friends, she either fully participated in or She's talking about her, and she's using the married woman as an excuse. Let me explain. Let me explain. Why, why are people saying this is negative when I'm warning? I'm, I'm literally trying to help men and the women. This is negative. Of course it is. It doesn't make you look good. Watch this. Oh, maybe you're supporting me. What, I'm going to tell you this, <clears throat> whatever your, if your wife comes to you, you're married, she comes to you. Oh man, Tamika 
is out there in them streets. She was doing this and that. She met this dude and hooked up with him at the bar at Girls Nights Out. Now, what she just told you, she either did it herself. She fully cooperated. She either saw it and cheered it on. Yes, girl. Yes, do it. Suck slob it all on it. Slob on them. Or, or she's, she did it herself. She did it herself. Because the sister said, hey, you doing it. You got to do it too. That's how women work. You do it. I'm doing it too. Or they won't let you kick it no more. So you better do a dancing bear slob on this knob too. You better get something too, girl. Get something too. She either fully cooperated with it, like she let it go, or she did it herself. Now, what's going to happen is, you guys know this, what's going to happen is, unlike your married friend, your married male friend, unlike your married male friend who went and told his wife, you, on the other hand, will not run and tell your married male friend about the information you just heard about his wife. I want to try to explain this again because you might be lost. See, married men will rat you out to their wives, but you are least likely to tell your married friend about what his wife did. Why? Why? Because it will ruin your marriage. Say, for instance, you tell your friend, man, your wife out here in these streets. In these streets? And he runs and tell his wife, what the hell you doing? And he knocks her out the box. That woman is going to go back to who? She know who told because she knows the sisterhood of the secret. And so she said it had to be Veronica. Veronica, yo, man, yo, why did you tell your husband this? It cost me that. They know this instinctually. So they know your simp ass ain't going to tell. On the husband, you're not going to tell on the wife. You're going to be like, damn. And you know why? Because you're going to be like, damn, I can't tell my, I can't tell my friend that his wife is a hoe. Now, guess what? Guess what? The same story your wife told you about Tamika. Tamika told her husband about your wife. And both of y'all looking at each other and don't know that both of y'all wives are in these streets and they got it down hook line and sinker both of y'all looking at each other like damn your wife is a 304 you looking at him and he looking at you with the same information and you won't tell you you won't do it And I'm dead right on that because you'll be least likely to do it because you will uh, you will throw your wife under the bus and you won't, you're not going to do that. You cause yourself to get divorced. All right. So anyway. Anyway. Shout out to the ladies here with the. I don't know why you guys even try. Why, why do women come over here? Who hurt y'all? And this is negative. Like we've been hearing that for like four years straight. Can y'all work on something else? I would love it if sometimes a woman will say, you know what? You're absolutely right. I know women like this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would be very simple if women that came over and heard this and be like, you know, this shit is actually somewhat true. I mean, I've never done it, but I've known women to do this. 
And maybe this is something that we can correct to put our trust and entrust men back into relationships. Maybe I'll take this bit of information that he's saying that is somewhat truthful and somewhat negative, but it's somewhat true. They're not saying it's false. They're just saying it's negative. All right. And they can say, well, you know, maybe we can change this about ourselves so that this guy doesn't have a negative image of us. So we'll make the correction. They don't ever do that. They just sit here and just throw out all kind of what shaming language. You guys are in sales. This is negative. You get it. You get out what you put in hope strategy. That's called the hope strategy. Meanwhile, marriages are going to the toilet right now. <laughs> Somebody says you can't correct biology. Exactly. Um, that's the thing about NPCs. They think they can change, but you're just the same. They make incremental changes. Oh, we're different. You ain't different. You're just the same as everybody else. Here it is. So sad. Again, would y'all try something else? So sad. There's no, There hasn't been one rebuttal. There hasn't been one, this is not true. There hasn't been one, we'll make the correction. This is just all emotion, all gaslight, all, 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 all painting it in the bad light. This is negative. This is sad. There's no rebuttal. I want you to watch it. This is classic. Them not trying to extend the olive branch back to repair the obvious situation that we have in front of us. All the emotional outbursts in it, and they think it changes. It doesn't change anything. So you can do it all you want. I'm not wrong. I just am. Painting a picture that most people are scared to paint. It's all sign language, which what Kevin Samuels will call it. No correction made. I mean, this is classic. They, guys, when they do stuff like that, it actually favors me. It, it puts me in favor because now the guys are going, damn, coach was right. You're absolutely right. They're not trying to correct the behavior. They're just trying to pull you in to a bad deal, never acknowledge their faults, blame you for everything, just in case you guys missed it. You get the blame when it doesn't work. <laughs> where's the where's the, the video right here? This part right here. This part right here. Who cares? You're just told to get and guys don't open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. You're just told to and guys don't open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. And guys don't open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. And guys don't open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. And guys don't open up about their problems because nobody fucking cares. So here I am opening up about problems in marriages. And they don't care. I'm just letting you know, bro. They do not care. Let's continue. You're just told to get up and walk it off. So why even bother opening up about it, right? So when men don't open up and they go NPC, this is why. Because nobody cares. They know. Ain't nobody going to care. So I just got to settle for this bullshit. It means every time you meet a woman, she automatically thinks that you could possibly be a predator and they have to carry pepper spray and tasers to defend themselves against you. No matter how good we are, a woman could easily just divorce us, take half our money and our kids. If you're unhappy in a relationship, that's your own damn problem. But if you're unhappy in a relationship, that's your own damn problem. This is sad. This is negative. Oh, I'm not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> if, if, if men have problems in relationship, they're like, eh. If a woman's unhappy in a relationship, that's also your fucking problem. Yep. But when they ain't happy. It's your fault. You messed it all up. I do. I'm telling you, until we change this, I don't advise anyone to get married. And guys, just because you got married and it's working out, don't come over here and say, well, mine's is good. And everybody else's is a disaster. Okay. That's like saying, because you're rich, you don't care about poverty. 
Well, it don't affect me. I'm rich. Yeah, but most people are in poverty. It's going to affect you. Well, it don't affect me. I mean, I'm rich. I live behind the gate. Hell with everybody else. Now, I do think that, but. Anyway. All the cash apps and PayPal's. Hey, it is what it is. Look, man, I, I say this. If you want it to change, if you want me to stop talking about this, you got to change. I don't. <laughs> hey, if y'all want it to change, the best thing y'all can do is change it. It will shut me up. Hey. <laughs> you literally could put me out of business. But what do they do, man? Don't. Don't let him talk. Censor him. I'm over here living the good life. Oh, if y'all didn't remind me, yeah, look, let me remind you. Let me remind you of how sad this is. Is she thumping her Bible over here? Is she thumping her Bible? She bet not. Hey, dude, you must be new. Do not come over here and thump your Bible. Only I can thump the Bible over here. Have you been in churches? These people are the most disgraceful religious people on the planet. Do not come over here and thump your Bible over here. I thump the Bible. I'm the one coming in the spirit of Elijah. I'm the one calling out the Jezebel. I'm the one telling you don't listen to Delilah, Samson. And don't give your secret and don't pillow talk. I'm the one that tells you about the spirit of Lilith and her den of demon behind her mirror, which is the smartphone. That's what it is. I'm the one that thumps the Bible here. You thump your Bible and say your prayers and it doesn't get you anywhere. Adams 316 says, I thump the Bible on my show. I walk in the spirit of Elijah. <laughs> anyway. And Kostradamus lives forever. Where are we at here? All right, shout out to everybody. Doxy Trash says, appreciate you, coach. We do our best over here. Appreciate you. All right, did I get Jabari says, do we uh, we need marriage? I did. D says, put her on your payroll as an assistant. Uh, that is a little bit sketchy um, <laughs> when it comes to having women work with you and your wife. Um it's a little bit sketchy. It's kind of tough because again, uh, whether you like it or not, women are married to the government. Women are married to the government. Um, they, they, they are owned by the government. They're not married to the government. They're owned by the government. We, we actually give our kids to the government in essence in the form of social security number and, and, um, and a, in a birth certificate, right? We issue our parentage to the government and the government then owns the kid. If you don't believe that, keep your kid away from school. Don't don't let them go to school for about a year. Your ass will be arrested pretty quickly. The government tells you what to do with your children. All right. So um, as a, as a result, as a result, then as you grow up as an adult, you have to ask permission from not the father, not the husband, not, not not the brother. You have to ask permission from the government itself to marry the woman. Am I wrong? Am I wrong here? I, I know it. I know this is not what you want to hear. 
I, I know this is not what you want to hear. I know this seems negative, but this is the truth. The government owns you. Thus, if you marry a woman, you have to go through the state to marry her. You have to ask the government's permission to marry her. And then her allegiance is to the government. Then thus, if the marriage doesn't work, she reports you to the government. And then she says, uh, dissolve this marriage and give me what I'm entitled to based on the family law code. This is truth again. Not only that, not only that, then they proceed to do what? Pass their kids back onto the government by, by issuing their social security number and your social security number back to the government to collect child support check and welfare. So she turns the kids back over to the state and says, state, you have 100% control of all of our parentage decisions because we can't do it anymore as a family. So government has to tell you and your kids what to do from here on out. Every disagreement, you run to the government. You're going to run to either a therapist, a mental health therapist, a CPS, a child support, a family court, a family court judge, an attorney, uh, whoever, a teacher, government, principal, school, government, government. Everything you do functions behind what the government tells you what to do, but that's you. Because you guys are ill-equipped to do it in the communal basis of a traditional marriage. This is the only reason you have your kids attached to the government like they suck on your nipple when they were a kid. Not only that, you are attached to them. You can't move without even doing anything with them. And you do this voluntarily. You do this because relationships can't work because you got a progressive mind over here and a traditional mind over here. Do as you wish, lemmings. Do as you wish, Ham and Eggers, do as you wish, knuckle draggers, but I'm right, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm right on this. 100% right. It might not be said the way you want me to say it, but it is what it is. So if you can thump your Bible all you want, your pastor, preacher, or your damn reverend has no authority over your marriage. The government does. So that's what you need to be thumping. Thump them family law codes and not them Bible scriptures. All right, thump that divorce rate. Thump that attorney's fees dump them dump that attorney uh, attorney fee dump the uh what do you call it um thump the bar association bylaws before you thump that bible because the bible has no more precedence over marriage y'all gave all of that up you gave it all of that up all right and now the government does it and now therefore the government then then gets to enslave the man from his commitment that the pastor can no longer protect him for by the way pastor probably smashing out the wife so it is what it is. I know this is hardcore. I know this, but this is the reality of it. And this is what men need to know. It ain't had nothing to do with your church. Marriage has nothing to do with your church. Not one damn iota. I'm just letting you know that right now. Get it through your head right now. It has zero to do with your church. Zip. Your pastor can say whatever they want to say. It means nothing to them. It means zero. You can get married under God in the church. It means nothing. Because soon as the disagreements come, and it will come in 50 plus percent of marriages, somewhere between 50 and 70 percent, she ain't going to run back to church. She's going to run to the government. Anyway. Where's the lady? Am I wrong about this too? This is the right thing. Where are we at? Preston says, if you beat off before you call them, 
you won't call. This is true. <laughs> Dude, that is the absolute fact. More men need to practice that. And I actually have practiced that several times. I was very much highly interested in meeting someone. And then unfortunately, my, my flesh was weak. My spirit was willing, but my flesh got weak. And I went over there and grabbed me a bottle of Luberderm. And then I didn't want to meet the woman no more. <laughs> Happens to the best of us. Mr. C73 says, supporting my favorite YouTube show or my show on YouTube. Appreciate you. Uh, Mr. Howard says uh, he's enjoying the show. This is tough information, but I, I can't, I can't deliver it in a soft way. I can't deliver it in a soft way. I got to slap y'all with this. Pause. All right, Simon Small says, shout out to the gospel of the free agent lifestyle. That's what we do here. Appreciate you for being here. Zach says, coach gang, full life. <laughs> Most of you guys are dedicated to the new world order, by the way. <laughs> you guys live for the new world order. You guys live to be told what to do. You guys live to be told what to do, and I can't stand it. I'm not angry with it, but you do it. They told me to go to college, rack up debt. They told me to get married. They told me this. You don't take any accountability of your life. You wait for them to tell you what to do. They told me to hide inside. They told me to not spread the curve. Curve the spread, whatever they call it. They told me to poke this and take that. They told me to do this. They told me to do that. You know why this world has been overwhelmingly led by dictators? Because you let them. <laughs> like, you can't do anything without. You guys can't wake up right now. And I say you guys. You let them dictate to you. Like, if there was somebody here just like, y'all do whatever the hell y'all want, y'all will still wait for instructions. You get to work, oh, the boss ain't here, and you goof the hell off. Ain't nobody telling you what to do. You got to get to the work. You got to go to the meeting, 9 o'clock meeting. This is what we going to do, play by play. Oh, my God. Just start working. <laughs> you guys want them to tell you what to do. And then... Don't get me started. I, I, I don't even know what to say to people. I'm very much, somebody said this is antisocial. Uh, it's not antisocial. However, it's, I feel bad for people like that. Every day you got to be told what to do. Here's your job description. You know what my job description is? This is survive. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to survive. All right, I don't need to be descriptive what to do. All right, because you know they're going to violate it. Here's your job description. Somebody going to quit. Then they're going to give you their job. <laughs> right? This ain't in my job description. Don't worry about your damn job description. <laughs> you ever do that? This ain't in my job description. But they hung on job description the whole damn time. All right, then when you say this ain't in my job, you're not a team player. We dictate what you do, and you show up to this freaking job. Don't be late. Oh, my goodness. Anyway. Oh, I love it. Somebody says, look in the chat for my question. Do me a favor. Write it down right now. Write, write it down right now. I'll pause the chat right for my screen. All right. Uh, Mr. E. I love my job. I can't stand it. Oh, uh, anyway. 
we speak the hardcore truth over here. I people people try to to get me with the old same old same old. It doesn't work. It might work to other men. Like again, uh, people are new to me, so people will be like, "You a sellout? You a Uncle Tom?" I'll be like, "Yes, I am." Like, come on, man. I don't get I don't get pent in by all those little silly sayings that you guys. No, I'm not. <laughs> and then you prove you you end up going to overly correct your behavior just so you can prove to them you ain't no sellout. Like, please, uh, I'm a, wait. I'm, I'm a full fledged whatever you say. I'm a full fledged sellout. I can do some shuffling too. Look out, man! What you going to do? Look out, boys! It's coming through. Yeah, man! Yeah, man! Shout out to you. Yep. I'll be Uncle Ruckus around here. I'm all of that. Call it to me. But, but you guys can't fold under names. You guys all want to be not a name. You know, where's the guy's question? I'm like, if that's all you got is names, I'll be that. I'll be good to you. Good to you. <laughs> good to you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my goodness. Son, husband's ass. It is what it is. I, I all you guys got have, have his names, and you guys have no power to do. I mean, your power you do have a power, but I really just I'm concerned with humanity. And the one thing is, whatever I say, I'm not. You can say I'm it, and then go with it. But then if I say I'm not it, I I can't go with it. <laughs> I'm not a sellout. Yes, you are. Okay, I am. Just because you say so. Where we at? But I don't care, man. I mean, listen, that, I, if you call that anti-social, I don't know what it is. But you the one that's making $45,000 a year. I don't know. Where's the guy's question? Did, did he send the question yet? I didn't see it. Well, then I got to go to the next one. I got to go to the next cash app. Sorry, man. I, I Maybe you have a different name. Maybe that's what it is. You have a different name and I can't see it. Todd says, uh, anyway, shout out to you. Love you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, uh, no government name says you must have had a good weekend. Coach, you spitting, spitting hellfire and brimstone on these people in the spirit of Elijah, right? You guys all, let me, never mind. Jimmy ZTT says uh, CGA spitting facts, women and gumps, most affected. Again, they can correct you. Literally, can correct your behavior. Like things are burning down around you guys, and you guys are. This is fine. This is fine. Everything's fine. Don't mention anything. But then something very minuscule happens, and the news blows it up, and you guys are all distracted. Meanwhile, yo, you can't even pay gas. You can't even fill up your tank. And you worried about these people on people from people. And then you start wearing armbands and flags, Ukrainian flag. You know why? Because you guys love to believe that you got all the right answers. The people over there are living decent and you over here struggling. <laughs> right. Because you all want to think that y'all better human beings than the rest of the people. I, first of all, let me just say, 
I don't believe that. I'm I'm on the dark side. I'm not here in a moral. This is not a moral stage. All right. So first things first, this is a judgment zone. If you want to judge me for my behavior, go ahead. I'm not trying to be a moral, hold a moral high ground here. And I think that's one of your weaknesses as a human being. You're always trying to hold a moral high ground. And then you come in here and think morality trumps everything. Well, morality is a weakness. It's not always to be used as the way to solve a problem. Hence, Spider-Man and Superman movies. I'm using a movie as a reference, although I disagree with it. But this is just to hammer home the point for you Mickey Mouse brain people. Because that's what you use as your source of entertainment. So this is for you. Most Spider-Man and Batman movies, not Superman, Batman, has a moral high ground stance. Meaning, at the beginning of the movie... Something was done for morality. After that decision was made, that part from that part of the movie on is nothing but pure destruction. I mean, destruction. I mean, buildings like airplanes crashing through buildings. Uh, the whole King Kong comes in and squashes people. You know what I mean? The sun turns out fire everywhere. <laughs> The whole city gets ravaged. And then the moral person who made the moral decision tries to come in and clean it up. All right. He tries to clean up his moral mistake and he messes up, messes up, messes up. So to the point that the people who he was a superhero to hates him. The people who he was a superhero to, they start putting his face up and he's the enemy. And they're like, look at what he's caused. Because he's a morality, right? And he's destroyed, destroyed, destroyed. And then the villain, who ends up being the anti-hero, who ends up making the most sense, like, look, this is what I want. Just give me what I want. <laughs> but he's framed as the bad guy at the beginning of the movie. But the superhero destroys, 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 because he's moral. And then somewhere towards the end of a long-ass correction phase, <laughs> this fool manages to mitigate more potential potential disaster after tearing up the whole damn thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? So then he's framed as the hero after he done messed up the whole damn city. <laughs> like, wait a minute. We could have solved this by letting this goofball have two vials of a uh, chemical fluid, let his ass go. <laughs> this dude done killed thousands and thousands of people resting on his moral high ground. But the other person was antisocial and all they wanted to do is stop turning into a monster. You know what I mean? Take this injection so they can stop turning into a monster. No, he can't do that. <laughs> That's you guys. You guys are the moral high ground. I don't run a moral show over here. I'm running over here what's right. I, I'm going what's what makes the most sense, more or less. But you guys destroy with your morality more than you correct. And then at the end, you want to be the hero. Stop destroying. You destroy families. I didn't destroy families. You guys have destroyed families. You've destroyed society. Try to make people fit in. Odd, oddities. You try to make oddities feel good when they represent a very, very small, 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 small percentage of people. You change the whole entire language around somebody to make them feel included. 
All right. And it makes no sense. I mean, why are you affecting my life with that? It's never going to affect me. But this is right. Destroy everything. The damn whole city's burning. You got gas out of control. You guys have to choose between selling as gas or cash. All right. I don't know what to tell you. You destroyed it. I didn't. But then when you come in here, because I have a platform, you want me to save it. You want me to say and parrot what you destructive people have created. I didn't destroy it. You guys have. And you have no means to correct it. Neither do I. So I always tell you, bow out. I can't correct it now. You guys have destroyed it. I didn't make single mothers. You guys did. You made them heroes. I didn't. Did you? Did I make them heroes or you did? Now, if I made them heroes and it went left, then you tried to correct it, then that's different. But you made them heroes. Meanwhile, it destroyed the fabric of our society. Without question, it's produced the most criminals, the most dropouts, the most suicides. I mean, go down the damn list. Sure, you can put up the one or two kids that went to Howard and the one or two kids that went up to Princeton. But most of the kids have been gangbangers, drug dealers, depressed, anti, anti-depressed, whatever it is, on therapy, suicidal, teenage pregnancy. I didn't create this. You did. But I'm not here to fix it either. Do not, I'm not here to fix it. I'm not giving you the solutions to fix it. What I'm giving you the solutions to do is fix you. Because that's the only thing that can worry about it and not get into the same problem. Most of these people who do dirt come from divorced families or single parent raised families. Not very few of them come from marital homes. And if they do, these people are just in here, uh, pure poverty. Oh, man. I know. I know. <laughs> it's okay. But remember, I didn't cause this. Greetings, coach. Thanks for still going strong. Pause with this message. That was from my man. We call you Double Y. That's very rare. I'm trying not to say government names, but Double Y is in the building. All right. Shout out to you. Or you want me to just say, well, if I can't beat them, join them. All right. That's what you want me to do. And then if I don't join you in your shit parade, you guys make it tough for me. If I don't join you in your um, I'm going to just ignore the problems of society and then make mountains out of molehills. A little issue over here. Y'all march in the streets. And then won't turn back and look in the mirror one damn time. Blame, blame, blame everybody else. Who have I blamed here? People are going to say women. I didn't blame women. Not one bit. I told you what they're going to do with an advantage. I didn't blame them. What did I say? You guys have destroyed the purpose of marriage. And made it into your own concoction. And it ain't working. I said you're married to the government. I said you guys can't make decisions on your own. And I said men and women. I blame men for not ratting out. 304 wives. So it's funny when I talk about men, you guys ignore it. You act like I haven't said anything negative about men, but I have the entire stream. <laughs> but you didn't hear it. It went in one ear, one out, right out the other. Who are the who is government? Men. So when I blame the government, y'all didn't hear that. That was crickets, huh? Y'all didn't hear that, did you? I blame church people 
Y'all didn't hear that. It went in one righty out the other. But when it seems when I'm talking about women, y'all get hypersensitive. I don't I don't know what to tell you. I've been I've been smacking. The, I've been laying the smack down on a whole bunch of people. Y'all don't hear it. The only time you hear it is when you when I say reference something a woman did. I don't get it. And of course, if I'm talking about relationships, I have to include God forbid, if I'm talking about relationships, because that's what I'm talking about. If you notice in every video, I say, thanks, we were talking about relationships. If I'm talking about relationships, it's inevitable that I have to mention women, especially if I'm talking from the male perspective. Who the hell else am I talking about? The dog, the gardener, the pool boy? Who am I going to talk about? If I'm saying in a marriage, this is from the male perspective, who else am I going to talk about? But you guys want me to talk about the men always in the relationship aspect because men always take the blame. I'll play it one more time. What you want me to do is blame the men just like everybody else, just like everything you learn. So why even bother opening up about it, right? It means every time you meet a woman, she automatically thinks that you could possibly be a predator and they have to carry pepper spray and tasers to defend themselves against you. No matter how good we are, a woman can easily just divorce us, take half our money, and our kids. If you're unhappy in a relationship, that's your own damn problem. But if a woman's unhappy in a relationship, that's also your fucking problem. Basically, you better be able to provide or you're a loser. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. All right, but we're going to tell you about these PayPals. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, Mr. Cook says, I hung out with married people this weekend and it was scary. I'm a bodybuilder and one wife was rubbing all up on me in front of her husband. The others were constantly bickering free agent for life. Again, those are other dark truths that nobody wants to acknowledge. Again, people will come in with the hope strategy. Well, it's about what you make it and not all that's all hope. I've been in those situations. I was a trainer, fitness trainer, and I would go around marry people and the, the wives would be hitting on me. I got stories on that. If, if you guys have time, I got a funny ass story about that. You just reminded me and I just thought about it talking about wives that do these things in front of the husband. Remind me of telling that story. But if you hang around married people, that shit ain't entertaining. It's miserable. It's depressing. You'd be like, oh, my God. Not all. Damn near all. All right, it's depressing. Them people sound miserable. I'm going to tell the story um, about uh, <laughs> this was, dude, super funny. Uh, let me see here. Uh, shout out to S.T. He says, Coach, thoughts on dudes like myself that want to have multiple wives, no government involved in the third world country I'm from, and know well and never bring them here. Yeah, well, if it's not in the United States and it's in the country you come from, originate from, in polygamy or polygyny, is standard or normalized, then it works. But in the United States, dang, ain't gonna work. Uh, so it's not a culture that we're on paper polygynous or polygamous. But in our actions, we're polygamous 100%. All right, in our actions, we are. We're monogamous on paper. We do nothing close to monogamy. Monogamy is one partner for life. There ain't no way, we ain't even close to that. I would say not even the percentage of, per of people in America is monogamous. One person sexually exclusive for life. Early on in the early on in their development. That's what monogamy is. All right. Monogamy ain't no temporary sexual exclusivity. Monogamy is not divorce remarriage. That's not monogamy. 
you can fool, you can lie to yourself, but it ain't. That's nowhere near a biblical definition of monogamy. There's nowhere near a social definition of monogamy. People have overlapped sexual partners um, only to say, well, you push me into his arms. They will claim to be monogamous. <laughs> like what? No, you're not. You was halfway. He was half, he was halfway in your body when you split off from the other. You guys can lie to yourself, but do not come to lie to me. You guys emotionally cheat, financially cheat, men and women. You guys cheat, 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 cheat. You text, you DM, and you will claim to be monogamous. I'm over it. And monogamy is a new concept. It has nothing. There's, it, it, it's a very new concept. Most of us have always been in a hierarchical, hierarchical, polygamous, polygynous society, period. It doesn't work in America, but it is what it is. Shout out to Anthony B for the coffee. And that means I can tell my story. So here's my story. Work as a um, work as a I, I don't I shouldn't be writing people out here. So fitness trainer also was PTA board member for quite a long time at my kids elementary school. And at that point, um, I was around a lot of wives. And so these wives were volunteers at the school. And I was one of the only males there. Were, I think there was two male, men that were active participants in this PTA. Right. Or in this community. And so. As a result, we always were around women. Well, sometimes these women, you know, lonely wives. I've seen, look, my evidence of marriage is just not from my marriage. It's from a lot of people's marriages. But some of these wives get lonely. And they find ways to be around you by, but not cross the line 100%. But uh, sometimes you get into an entertainment, right? You go, you guys go get some dinner or drinks or you go out. And so sometimes it ends up after a fundraiser, you do this. Well, there was this one woman that was known to have some sort of crush on me. and. uh she was like, she would get tipsy and drunk, blame it on the alcohol, and she'd be all in my grill attached to me, and her husband be right there. So, uh, ethnicity wise, um, ethnicity wise, this woman was, ah, damn, I can't say, but Asianish, and then the the guy was European. All right, so been they had been married for a long time, bro, long time, like years, and so it became a joke because the other women and everybody, everybody noticed it. Everybody noticed it. They used to be like, oh, that, like, they used to be like, your girl coming. Oh, here she come. Or they'll be like, um, are you coming out with us tonight? This person's going to be there. And they would be like, let's see the show. So they wanted to see it. And she got tipsy. And sure enough, she's all over me like static clean. And her husband be right there, bro. So one day, it was so obvious that, that uh, it turned comical. I was like, I think he's trying to pair me up. Like with this woman. So we went out to, um, if anybody knows about Newport Beach, we went out to, um, damn, I can't think of the name. It's an Irish restaurant. So we're out there, music, dancing, whatever we're doing, or chilling, drinking. And the wife was just like attached to me, like, like glue. Husband's standing there. And he comes over. Hey, how's it going? Buying me drink. He ain't saying shit. <laughs> like, so I was like, what is going on? And um, he I, something happened where he had to leave. He was like, oh, I got to go drop this person off. And he says to me, hey, uh, watch her. Keep her. Don't don't let her out of your eyesight. He basically was like, <laughs> he was like, watch her until I get back. <laughs> I was like, you know, good and damn well. <laughs> you know, good and damn well. This woman got a crush on me. 
You're going to leave her here all drunk, tipsy. <laughs> oh, it, yeah, it's Muldoon's. Thank you, uh, Rescue. Res it, it was Muldoon's. Yep, there it is. You know I'm bad with names. So it was Muldoon's. We're in Muldoon's. And he's like, oh, watch her. I'm going to leave. I'll come back. And then, you know, you can. <laughs> I was like, holy shit. But I'm in front of PTA parents, parents of my kids that go to school. So it wasn't like a nightclub where you could just be like, all right, I'm going to take her back real quick. It wasn't one of those situations where it would have been an obvious handover and it would have just been like, you know, or they invited me over, like, have my wife. It was like a situation where all the parents were around and it was super duper layup. But I have a standard like, look, the husband's got to say to me, if I mess with a married woman, the husband's got to say, here's the here's my wife. You can have her. If he doesn't say that, I don't mess with married women. All right. If he doesn't say that. But that was almost as close as you're going to get. But it was the wrong place, wrong time. But I'm trying to ditch her ass. I'm like, nah, I ain't falling for that. <laughs> I ain't falling for that. So I move over to another area of the bar. Here she come all over me. And the funny thing was when she was, when she's there, she's not saying nothing because she's, she's not very talkative. So she just <laughs> standing next to me like it was my woman. I was like, Lord. Everybody laughing. I was like. But, you know, I'm a I'm the only black guy in the community, only not in the community, but in this in this small tight community. Those are things that ruin your your whole business. You know, my business is attached to it, my kids, my school. So I'm like. Yeah, man, I was like, boy, but in this in this community in not in this community, in the community of marriage, you have marriages that are like that. You have marriages that are like that, that the, the guy don't care about the wife. He's doing what he's doing. He's well off. The wife can do whatever she probably wanted. The husband is like, have her if you want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't want her. You can have her. But I know on the business side, you do some shit like that. People laughing and joking. Hey, man, look at that. But if you if you would bang her and you would just take her to the bathroom and say, man, I just finished banging her. They'd be like, I can't believe you did that. You know what I mean? Like, I know how people work. Like, damn, it was a joke. It was funny when it was just flirtation, but you took it all the way. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> a busted nut is not worth it. Like I always say, I always have a line that I'm willing to cross and not willing to cross. And I'm not sex starved, so I don't, I don't need to cross that line. All right? I'd be like, I could get somebody, probably had somebody that night waiting for me. I was like, that's good. People think, yeah, they, people think it's worth it. It's not. It ain't worth it. I'm I'm always willing to turn. Like, again, your power as men is turning down sex, right? And again, once you did something like that, now it's the talk of the whole city. They were like, damn, it was cool when they was just flirting, but now he went and took it. He took it too far. He graped her. She was drunk. Nah. <laughs> so your power as man is turning down sex. Until you realize that, until you realize that, you'll never be a man. If you cannot turn it down, and I'm talking about from attractive women, not no busted Pillsbury biscuit can. You have to start turning down busted Pillsbury biscuit cans first. But from attractive women, this wife was, she was attractive, but she was just older. She was in her 40s, right? But she wasn't ugly. I mean, this Newport Beach, you don't have a lot of ugly wives here. She wasn't ugly. But you got to be able to, you got to be able to control how you interact sexually, not let women control. Okay, I'll give you some now. Take your ass on. 
All right. Give it to me when I'm ready to have it. Not when you ready to give it to me. That's the thing about marriage. Wives think they can give it to you when they're ready to give it to you. So I'm supposed to wait until you're ready to give it to me. Hell no. No. <laughs> I'm ready now. Give it to me. <laughs> well, I ain't here for all that. Okay, bye. I, I, you got to wait for me to be ready. No, you got to do something special for me. This house ain't special. My kids in private school ain't special. That car ain't special. That food in the refrigerator ain't special. <laughs> My commitment eternally is not uh, uh, special. My monogamous choice to be with you is not special. All right. How much more special than you needed to be than that? I've done, I'm done jumping through hoops and hurdles. I married you. If I wanted to jump through hoops and hurdles, I would stay single. Them lights, that electricity, every time you go into the refrigerator, the light come on, that's not special. Yeah, that's special in America. That's special in the world. Most people don't even have that. <laughs> uh-huh. Every time you start your car and it works, that's special. Anyway. Uh, all right, somebody says, uh, Jake N says, there's no innocence left even in Utah. Trust me, I lived in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I thought I was going to be going to church every day. And I realized that the closer you get to the city of Salt Lake, it's just like everywhere else. I thought Salt Lake was going to be special. <laughs> I was like, there's going to be good, honest, honorable women in Salt Lake. Mm, nope. I was like, they out here heathens too. Salt Lake has what they call Jack Mormons, <laughs> right? So Jack Mormons, uh, once you learn there's Jack Mormons, you're like, damn, ain't nothing sacred no more. And then they have even a rainbow area over there. I was like, damn, I'm like, where was I at? I thought I was coming to a temple. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, shout out to Salt Lake City, Sandy. Sugar heat, sugar house, Draper, West Jordan, Pleasanton, Lehigh, all in between. All right. Ogden, great place. Yeah, Jack, Jack Mormons are Mormons that don't practice. They're basically excommunicated. They basically was like, we in, but we out. Provo, I wasn't in sugar house. I wasn't in Sugar House. Shout out to Sugar House in Salt Lake. If you know, you know. Well, I wasn't there. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, where are we at here? Uh, KT, Kevin T, says, uh, thanks for the humor. Indeed, indeed. D. Cole, thanks for the thumbs up and the peace sign. Where are we at? Uh, somebody says, been grinding, coach. Here's tuition. Appreciate you, JC. We, we put men on their purpose. By the way, most non-progressive women will probably admit that I'm 50% right. If you if you came to my show as a woman and you and you said I'm right about zero things, guys, those are the women you have to watch about. Watch out. Watch out for them. Even the most traditional the most uh traditional woman, she agrees with at least 50% of the things that I say because I hold men to a standard and I tell them to create standards for themselves. I don't tell them to be out here hoe hopping. I do tell them though, sometimes you have to say, I got money rather than deal with BS. 
that these progressive people are putting through progressive progressive people as a whole lead to the denigration of society period they are the moral they always come with the moral high ground and they're the worst people they're the worst people since colonizers all right cuz they basically colonize your place with their goofy ass ideas and they le- they have no solution at the end when the when the shit start burning they never take the credit Soralita says, we agree with everything. Appreciate you. Progressive people change the fabric of society. And when it burns, they blame the traditional people. See, y'all didn't change enough. Like, what? <laughs> like, hold up. I avoid progressives. They, they are the worst. To me, they're the worst. They always coming up with ideas that never make no sense. It only makes sense on paper. And then they burn down the society and then they blame the other people. What? You're like, wait, you was just... You changed everything. Again, it's like feminism. They've changed everything about marriage and relationships. And they won't take no credit for it. They're like, you didn't come along with it for the ride, so it's your fault. You changed the marital laws. You changed the child support laws. You changed the no-fault divorce. You've increased the divorce rate filings for women significantly. 80% of women file for divorces. I mean, everything about feminism and, and marriage and relationships, they literally hand-in-hand dismantled relationships and marriage and they won't take no damn l i i'm done with it they will take zero l's every now and then you gotta tell a l you gotta take a l like 40 percent of the time at least you gotta be like yeah we kind of messed it up but but they will take no l they still blaming you like what Somebody says, ask a progressive one question. Who are we going to pay for this? No, who are we going to get to pay for this? It's always free. Free college, free early terminations of pregnancy, free divorce, free. (laughs) And then I got to pay for it with all your goofy ass ideas. I got to pay for all of your goofy ideas. Well, who's going to pay for it? The government, the tax. Wait, the government's going to pay for it. That's us. Like, we're the government. We pay the government. (laughs) Like, the government doesn't make money. They made money now. They printed out money. But the government doesn't create money. I want you, I don't know if you guys know this. Like, where do governments create money? Like, that they put back into the government. They literally take the money from the people, which is almost theft many times. They double and triple tax you. They, they take the money from you. They get money back from loans and interest on your dumbass decisions to buy homes and, and go to college to get a liberal arts degree. They don't make no money. It's our money. You know where they make money? They make money insider trading on each other. Like I just learned Jim Pasaki is a millionaire. She worth $25 million. Now tell me how that makes some sense. Meanwhile, they berating me, making me pay for stuff, and you work $25 million? Mm. Politicians work millions and millions of dollars. They job income, their job salary is $180,000. How? Hey, houseway, how? But they're berating me. They get on the news every day. You need to do this and you need to do that. And they worth $25 million. How? <laughs> 
Sway. That's why my son's up. How Sway? That goes for any politician. I don't care what side of the aisle they sit on. How? How? They're, they're, dude, that's why am I listening to them? <laughs> mm. I, I mean, I'm done with it. These are the people that are berating me to call people them, they, and thus and thou. I'm not playing the game. <laughs> I'm not playing the game. These people are, yeah, they're crooked. They're guilting me out of giving up my firearm. Meanwhile, they whole security team got firearms. Wait, are they giving up their firearms? No, they keeping theirs. Okay, well, I ain't changing the law. You're not getting me to change the law. Then. The law stays. I'm done. I don't know what to do, man. I mean, I literally, you guys change everything around me and then mad that I don't change with you and play your little fairy tale game. I know this is getting a little too hardcore for you people. But I, I don't see how you fall for it. But again, again, like I said, I'm not impressed with Americans. I'm not impressed with 85% of you. If not more, deaf, dumb, and blind. Um, they told us about that. And the 5%, 85% of people are deaf, dumb, and blind. They're just going to follow the leader. Uh, they're going to think they're free. They're going to have an illusion of freedom. Then they're going to go over there and uh, wait to be dictated on. And then you're going to elect people to dictate. And they're going to give you illusion that they're free people. Oh, I'm going to give you guys freedom. And we're going to tell you to do this, 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 this. I'd rather somebody come out and say, everybody on their knees, buy down to the damn king. Kiss the ring and everybody start doing what I tell you to do. None of y'all free. Put your shackles and chains on. That's basically what you guys do. Anyway. But they just flipped it and gave you an illusion of freedom. When was the last time you did anything on your own, on your own damn recognizance? <laughs> like, when was the last time you did? Your ass is going to work, do the whole, whole damn same routine anyway. It's one of those things. It bugs me. It, it That's the one thing that bugs me. And everybody thinks I have some sort of thing about uh, women in relationships. This is bigger than that. This is way bigger than this. In my opinion, this is just a part of the situation that we try to correct as, oh, relationships are natural. Two men and women get together and it should just be happily ever after. Well, let's throw in the rest of this garbage on top of those relationships. And you wonder why relationships fail. It's not because of men. It's not because of women. It's because we have outside influences that reward people for blowing it up. As long as you have that, you will have no real relationships. Not only that, do not come over here and tell me you're good at it and you don't have one. Do not come over here and tell me you're good at it and I'm bad at it because I choose to not have one. And you choose to do it 99% failure rate relationships. Like you literally do a, you guys have a 99% or 100% failure rate with relationships. And you guys have the nerve. I mean, all of you have a 99% failure rate. You guys have the nerve to come over here and criticize me. And your abject failures at doing something, repeat, they say the definition of insanity is doing something over and over again, expecting a different result. You guys have failure upon failure, and you're mad at me. I don't understand it. Mm. 
<laughs> Somebody says, not me. Don't be mad at me. Be mad at yourself. Or find another way. I found another way. And I'm happy about it. I know I don't look happy. But I'm happy about it. <laughs> Can't you see I'm happy? Shout out to you. But happiness is not a big deal to me either. Because a lot of happy people lean on happiness as a way to solve their problems. And all it does is hide and disguise the problems. It's like taking herbal medicine. You have the disease still, but this medicine probably just going to hide the fact that you had it. And you're going to think you'd be cured, but you're not cured. Zero Fallout says, drinking beer and smoking three racks of ribs. Life is good. Now that's happy. I'm not happy. Mike L. (laughs) calling out lying delusional hypocrites. All right. I think that's what I don't like most is hypocrites. Yeah, that's what I don't like. You know, the people in the church, huge hypocrites. Not all of them, but they're huge. All right. They cheat. They cuss. They drink. They smoke. They sin. And then they want to come over here and thump their Bible at me. Now, though, don't thump your Bible at me. I'm joining in on the sinning. When you sinning, all right? Uh, Monday through Saturday, I'm in. (laughs) But don't come over here thumping your Bible when you a sinner from Monday to Saturday. And I know it because the scripture tells us, though, for those, he says, uh, 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 uh. For all, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. All right. Shout out to everybody and all our sinners. Yes, I'm a sinner. Shout out to Michael P. Mikey P. For the $2 funds in here. Shout out to you. Uh, let me see here. And I got everyone. Let me make sure. You know who I didn't get? The one guy that kept telling me to look in the chat. <laughs> Where's the guy that told me to keep looking in the chat? All right. Yeah, I'll be looking at, as he said, Jesus died for nothing if you don't sin. So sin and sin as hard as you can. That's what Jesus died for. He said, all of you are sinners. He said, up, up there, he says, uh, he says, forgive those fathers. They know not what they do. Always tell you, man, you guys will come down hard on the Lord because he would come down. The Lord's son would come down and he come down hellfire brimstone. All right. And y'all not going to like him. It's not way to, It's not the way you said it. No, he said what they say. It's not what you said, Lord God. It is the way you said it. I thought you loved. Y'all would be up here nailing him to the cross right now. Right now. I trust me. I know this historically. If he came back, y'all would nail him again. (laughs) Deal with that. I know y'all don't want to hear that. Do y'all want to hear that bit of truth? Because y'all, the, the, the person that y'all have on the picture is not the guy. He's not that guy. He's not the guy that's like this with the lamb and the whole damn stick. He was in there tearing up the temple for all of the people that were, all of the merchants that were out there taking advantage. I don't know the whole story, but he was in there. He was, a, he was on a mission. He didn't have time to make his, he didn't have time to make his words less uh, hardcore. He went and he healed. He was in there throwing tables around and tearing up the place. Now y'all would arrest him and say he had mental health issues. He'd be in jail. 
and y'all would be back sending. Going about your way. Yeah, man, he, I'm telling you, man, I, I don't have trust in the people. I think people have come before us and uh, tried to portray good things, and y'all have torn them down, every single one of them. Every single man that has tried to do something well, somebody else has torn that man down. Only to make him a martyr later. Even Malcolm X, they tried to make a martyr. But while he was here, y'all was giving him pure hell. Black people were. Like the majority. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the majority. Now, by the time 1990 come around, everybody got a black African medallion in the X hat. The majority was tearing his ass up, calling him a Muslim and all of that. But now y'all want to paint his face on the mural. All right, don't, I don't, I don't, look, man, I'm just letting y'all know. You guys are ill-equipped to make good decisions in real time. You guys love to uh, claim history, but when real time come, y'all can't call people out on their bull. That's what I do. I call people out on their bull in real time. And then later on, 25 years later, y'all get the point. It's too late. Same thing with BLM and all of that. All right, y'all was behind them, burning up your whole city. And now when they run off with your bag... Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> I can't believe they did that. Yes, you got hoodwinked. And when well, Malcolm X or or my boy uh Denzel said, You've been hoodwinked, you've been bamboozled. You still getting bamboozled to this day. Take that, put that in your pipe and smoke it as you out there smoking your damn <laughs> as you out there smoking your Franks and your Franken beans today. All right, you guys get hoodwinked on a daily basis. And then all of a sudden, y'all want to get in your history books, talk about in 1955. No, what we doing today? I don't care about that. What are we doing today? What are we doing today? It's burning right behind you. And people are running off with money left and right. They're running off with your money. This is the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the world. And they're quietly stealing your money. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Meanwhile, you wait for them to dictate what you need to do because you think they're the, that they're your Lord and Savior. And if you're a Christian and you're following these politicians, I don't know what you're doing. Like, where is that in the Bible? <laughs> like, where that at? Please tell me where that where, where that is. We put the we put the politicians over the Lord. Yeah, but y'all folded like a cheap suit. Ah, man, look, it is what it is. We're going on three hours. It is what it is. You guys know why I'm the notorious CGA. And why I come out here and smack y'all. I got to lay a smack down on y'all because I can't lay it down on nobody else. It is what it is. Shout out to the coach game. We'll be back this afternoon. Peace.